Time, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. One year in the making, and here we are, all this time later. Welcome to the Fifty Shades of Grey, One Year's Later fan show. And I I just want to start out by saying congratulations to Andy Murray, who won Wimbledon today in record time for me because uh, we're able to now enjoy the show, and I don't have to peek off and and, and keep rooting Andy on out of the corner of my eye. And uh, what a great day for him to do that on 7-7, which uh, marks an anniversary of the London bombings um, in 2005, I believe it was. So it's just a, a, a great day for Scotland, for the U.K., for tennis lovers, and for me personally, because I am just a huge, huge Andy Murray fan. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in with us today. We are going to be three hours of nonstop, all things Fifty Shades. Does it get any better for, for people like us who are gray assessed, you know, like, uh, like, like, like we are? So a little over a year ago, a book was released that really rocked the world, and it was the fastest-selling book of all time. We all know that. We're preaching to the choir on this show. I'm I'm your host, Lori Ness, and I have a special guest today, and you all know her. Kit and Lisa run the Fifty Shades movie fan site, um, and you know them on Twitter. And I have Lisa. Lisa's co-hosting the show with me today, and we are just going to have a a fun time. We're going to talk about our experiences with, with the book and how our lives have changed. We invite you to call in and do the same thing. And then we have a host of lineup of wonderful guests for you that are all going to be joining in at the same time. So thanks, Lisa, for, for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. wish I could have got kids to join us, but uh, I'll do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you actually started with Fifty Shades of Grey from the very, very beginning. Can, can you kind of – because I wasn't – I did not even know that there was a fandom, a fan world, a fanfic, a fan nothing. I didn't know anything like that even existed. So, And, and there's probably a lot of people like me. Can, can you kind of walk me through how this whole phenomenon started? Because you were there when it when it first happened. Yeah, it's it's – I mean, I think anyone that has followed it for this long or, you know, whether they followed the story and followed Erica, and, and excuse me if I slip up and call her icy because to, to a lot of us that's still what we think of her as. Um, I was actually relatively late to fan fiction. I had um, a lot of – it all started with Twilight. I'll, you know, own up to that. that um, hadn't read the book, saw the movie, kind of fell into it that way. Um, and then – realized that there was this fan fiction that a lot of the people in my circle were talking about and didn't know anything about it, didn't know it existed. And there's tons of fan fiction for any any genre you can think of that's out there. But what the Twilight fan fiction is, is there's a little bit of everything. Um, there's If people want to read, you know, canon and more about the vampires or like what's now Fifty Shades, um, even though the character names were taken from the Twilight franchise, that's where the similarities end. Um, it's a divided camp also with that. Uh, people that don't think it should be published, people that are okay with it being published. I mean, for me personally, um, 
I enjoyed it. Not anything to do with with the Twilight. It had nothing to do with that story. I loved it just for the story that it was. Um, it was known as Master of the Universe, which a lot of people probably know. And and truthfully, I had people constantly saying, "You need to read this. You need to read this." And and I kind of read the summary, and then there was the mention of BDSM, and not that I'm approved by you know any stretch, but I was like, "Yeah, there's probably a lot of things I could be reading." And and uh, they kept hounding me and saying, "That's not what it all it is. It's a love story. It's an epic love story." And I think you, we talked about this that uh, it's so much more than that, and that's what, what really drove it. And once I, I think I was, it took me like 16 chapters, and all of a sudden it was like you had this aha moment, and then I was done. And back then, um, which for people that get to read books and get to read it from start to finish, or people that came to the trilogy late and get to read all three books, um, for us, she, a fan fiction author will publish a chapter at a time. And that, Master of the Universe got so big that it felt like, you know, the whole Internet just shifted to one side when she would post. Because we're talking thousands and thousands of people that read that. And when she would update, everybody ran to read it. It was, I mean, and that in itself was such a community event, which is what the fandom ends up being, which is what the Fifty Shades of Fandom is also being as a community. Um, and one of the things that drove me um, to read it was there was a videographer, her name's Beale, and she made a fan-made vid. And back then, there weren't a lot of people doing fan-made vids. I mean, there were just a select few in our in our circle within the, the Twilight fandom. And she was huge. She still, I still consider her one of the best it's ever been. She doesn't really make them anymore. But, I mean, in that, now with that Fifty Shades, people are seeing there's so many of them. And, I mean, there's some that are better than others. Sunshine Doll 27 comes to mind. But that's something that I watched at first and then read it, and then was able to go back and watch it again and have a whole new appreciation. But um, but that's really how I got to it, was through fan fiction and watching, you know, Erica just basically spread her wings. I mean, it started with part one, and then we loved it so much that she came out with part two, and, and it just, it was just a huge, huge event. What made you want to then get more involved and get into having, you know, a site and becoming active as far as, um, you know, you're kind of a volunteer marketer. Right. Well, so people in my circle, they, I kind of got the name Kaching because I was promoting it all the time to anybody that would listen. You know how that is. And uh, so, you know, in doing that, when when it went to self-pub, you know, we, we felt, people that were fans of it felt that it was a way to thank her for writing something for free and how much we enjoyed it. And then when it got published, and then Kit, my co-admin, she basically had the idea because we had followed, um, there's several blogs, but the one that we followed and fell in love with was Water for Elephants um, film blog. And they did such a great job following, you know, that book to when it went to the movie stage. And Kit just said, you know, gosh, you know, maybe we could do that for Fifty Shades. And we didn't know at the time if it was even going to be a movie. We just thought, well, what if? What if it became a movie? And, you know, we just had a love for that story and the author, and we thought, well, why not? You know, and we were really naive thinking that, you know, it was just something we were going to do and that we could discuss with people, and we had no idea it was going to explode the way that it has, you know. And 
I'm going to bring a caller in real quick right now, Lisa. So hold on just a moment, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to our Fifty Shades fan show. Hello. 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 Is this, is this Erica? Yes, it is. <laughs> I thought I was so well. I've just been I've just been listening to Lisa and she's just been so eloquent about all of this and I just I'm actually at a at a barbecue with the friends and we just watched Andy win uh for, for Britain and for Scotland and it's been absolutely extraordinary. So I'm a bit far gone with the champagne uh, but I thought I'd phone in and say hi and thank you and, and, and all of that. Well, we certainly certainly appreciate it. This is, you know, a, a big deal for Team 50 to be able to hear your voice. And, and I started the show as um, really opening up with uh, Andy Murray, too. I'm a huge fan of Andy's, and I just I heard thrilled you. for for Scotland. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for the U.K. I'm thrilled for tennis fans in general, and uh, it's just a, r- a really great day for everybody. And um, what what a better day than on the, the, the anniversary of the London bombings that, that Andy could, could pull this off for everybody. Absolutely. No, it was extraordinary. Absolutely extraordinary. He did a, he did a, a fabulous job. <laughs> well, um, we have a lot of 50 fans Joining in, we have a, a date for the movie, which is um, August 1st. So we know that you're going to be super US, busy yes. for all of this. Yeah, um, August yeah. 1st of 2014. You're going to be super busy from here on out. Is there anything you have the floor? What would you like to tell the fans? I just, I would just like to say thank you. Just, you know, a huge, huge, huge thank you for for everything. Really, I mean, you know, it's been it's been an extraordinary ride. It's it's mind-boggling. It still knocks me off my feet every day. Um, uh, what can I say? And, and you know, people like Lisa, who who were with me from the beginning, sort of. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's been it's been you know it's been a real ride. I, I I just I can't say how extraordinary this whole roller coaster has been. It's still so surreal, isn't it? I mean, really. Completely, completely surreal, yeah. and uh, every every day, and and the way I deal with it is I just take every single day as it comes, and okay, today we're doing this, today we're doing that, you know, and just and mm-hmm. just deal with it that way. Mhm. Well, do you I feel a little not... like Anna? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, because Anna kind of came into a to a, a surreal lifestyle. If, if if you leave this kind of the sex part out of it, Anna kind of came into a real lifestyle, and I kind of liken you to Anna, you know, because you, you've been kind of taken into this 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 new world as well. And I I believe that you've handled it really well and with a lot of grace, and you've just been so wonderful to the fans. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, you 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 are everything because of the fans. That's the, that's the that's the main thing. They they are they are such a, a huge part of the of the process. Um, I mean, you write something, and I and I think to anyone who 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 is writing, if you, I would I would always say write for yourself. That's the that's the main thing. Uh, and then to have everyone you know jump on the bandwagon with you has been has been extraordinary. And it's and you're you're hum, completely humbled by that whole experience. Um, so so I've lost my train of thought. Sorry, I've <laughs> champagne down. <laughs> but, 
So I, I, would, I would just say, I'd, all I wanted to do was, was, was ring in and say thank you. Well, we really, really appreciate that, that you have, and I know that the fans are just very, you know, excited to, to hear from you. And um, I, I just wanted to say, though, Erica, that you seem to be really in contact with everything that's going on with the fans. You, you know who has the sites and, and who's on, on board with, with Team 50, and um, this, this whole phenomenon that's kind of taken place of everybody who's just really rooting for you has just become really global, and it's created a sisterhood. Um, you know, and there's some brothers involved here too, but uh, but the, a huge sisterhood of commonality around the world, which is just absolutely amazing. It, it, that, that for me has been the most extraordinary thing, and and I think I think that's that's one of the huge things that I take I take to bed at night is the fact that it this 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 work has brought women together. It's it's created book groups, it's created discussion, it's 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 enabled women to. To, to read something for the first time in a long, long time since they left college and really and they've really enjoyed it and and all of that and and I I just I'm just blown away by that I'm completely blown away by it um, it's it, it's amazing absolutely amazing and I and I appreciate you know all of all of all of that it it, it it's it's ugh, I mean it's mind boggling on one level um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I love it what can I say I love it. Well, that's well, what this shows. Go ahead. Well, the thing with with fan fiction that you know, people that that aren't familiar with it, but that's what we've been saying for so long. There's some fabulous writers. Absolutely. I mean, and you guys, you know, that that are spreading their wings and and you know, thought maybe they could write, but didn't know for sure. You get the input feedback, I mean, and it's 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 an amazing thing because it's it's not just the fan fiction writers of which there are. Many wonderful, wonderful women out there. It's, mm-hmm. it's all—it's it's all of the people who are on the periphery who make banners, who do, who yeah. do gifts, who do graphics, who do all of this kind of thing. And it's—it's it's all women using their talents that they don't normally get the chance to, to, to mm-hmm. do. And it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's the the wonderful thing about fandom is that you embrace all of that and you experience it and 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 love it. You know, it's—it's—it's. It's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful place, to, as you say, for, for women to spread their wings. Oh, and, it, and you bring up a good point, like with Jada with doing the covers now. I Absolutely. mean, it just becomes a, a community, and you don't know. Absolutely. Where it's take you. I mean, J- Jada did. Jada did a because I, I wrote a previous fanfic. She did the Blinky for that. She did a Blinky for for what mm-hmm. was Motu. I mean, it was you know she she she's she's done and and what was more is I was in, I was able to to get her to do the uh, the blinky that's now on the on the yeah. on my my website for for the mm-hmm. shades of gray and that mm-hmm. was you know it's great absolutely absolutely wonderful that the women can do all of this stuff and we, you know we we you know there's a, there's an extraordinary amount of talent out there that doesn't that you don't get to express as a creative right. side to us that we we don't we don't get to explore except through avenues like this, and it's um, it's wonderful when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Erica Becca Bateau is going to be coming on here in the next hour, and she she did a really great job on the audio book. Um, do you have any insight on on that with Becca? Uh, uh, to be honest, not really. It all it sort of all happened kind of. Uh, in in a blur for me at the beginning of this 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 the the um, the journey that happened with Random House. 
So, um, so <laughs> I've met Becca once. She's lovely, and uh, and uh, yeah, no, she's 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 uh, she's she's a lovely girl. It, it, um, the great thing about audiobooks is it opens, as Lisa knows, <laughs> a, a whole other avenue for, for, for people who who aren't, aren't actually reading but can experience them through the audiobooks as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's interesting. I had the, um, I had the, uh, the people who are doing the, the Spanish audio book contact me yesterday on Twitter, which I had no idea about. <laughs> so they were saying, oh, can you please talk about us? And, and so I retweeted that, so, which I didn't know about, I have to say. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great for this. It, it opens it out to people who, who might not wish to read or want to read or can't read for whatever reason. So, yes, I'm, I'm uh, absolutely behind them. Well, well, we want to tell everyone that they can. Uh, well, I, I want to give Erica's uh, website out just real quick so that people can follow along because Erica's really great about giving official news through either her, yeah. her Twitter or her website, which is eljamesauthor.com. And so it's been so great to be able to get the official word coming directly from Erica. She's Thank been you. so quick to put that out there that we don't have to wait and sort through all these rumors um, that you are very, the rumor, very quick the rumor, on the trigger I, with I that. have to say that's, that's one of the staggering things that I found is the rumor <laughs> mill is extraordinary. <laughs> I just think you see things and you think, really? <laughs> it's, been, it's been great. I mean, it's wonderful that people are talking about it and it's wonderful that people are discussing it, but um, it's great that, that we have a place that we can say, no, this, this is what is actually happening and I, I really want to give a big shout out to Hoot who who does my website um, mm. uh, just for all her patience and her kindness in, in all of that We have a message you, coming in from Sydney, uh, we have a message coming in from Sydney, Australia, it says that they said it's 3 in the morning but they just wanted to tell you that they're <laughs> listening and they just love it and they are so glad that they didn't miss their alarm so that they could you know, enjoy um, being able to hear you today. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Look, I don't, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I'm actually the, a social function. I just wanted to just ring in and say hi. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna back out now and let you get on with the show. And I will listen to it once, once it's done because I know it's available online afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to hearing it. Well, well thank you very much. It's like Christmas. <laughs> it's like Christmas in July. It's like Christmas. It's like yeah. it's like it's like the fourth of July, but it's the seventh here. <laughs> so can I just say thank you very much? Thank you so much for your support. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, and and you know it just it 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 boggles my mind every day, and I'm so so grateful. Um, so I just want to say hi and bye. Okay. <laughs> well, well, thank you, and it, it's it's an absolutely privilege for me, and I know Lisa too. Just just to be along for, for the journey with you. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very Alrighty. much. And Bye have for a drink for Andy for me. I, uh, <laughs> trust me, I have. I might have another one. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Well, it doesn't get any better than that now, does it, Lisa? <laughs> no, that was very, but that, you know, that's, that doesn't surprise me because that's just what she said. She's so humble and, you know, she hasn't changed one bit with all of it. Right. I don't, I don't anticipate that she will. You know, that was very nice. Well, I saw the UK number come up 
on the screen, and I thought, what are the odds that that could be Erica, you know? But I thought, well, I'll just keep it going because, it, you know, I'm, I'm not sure who it could be. And then I get this thing come up on my screen that says, Lori, this is Erica. <laughs> That's me Aww. on the line. So I'm like, okay, going straight into that call now. So that is just absolutely amazing. So let's let's yeah. take a little breather. We're going to listen to a song real quick sent in by the Cassidy family, Eva Cassidy's family. Um, we're going to take a break. We're going to bring in Michelle. Um, she's going to be our next guest, and I'm going to grab a paper bag and take care of my hyperventilating. <laughs> that uh, that Erica was just on the line with us. So just you know, I I I couldn't be more more thrilled. It's it really it it really is like Christmas in uh, July for me. Just I'm absolutely a a a huge fan. So you I could almost cry. Well, you did. That was that was that was great. That was very nice. Andy Murray and Erica in one day. You know, I better watch out because this this could be the day where I've lived for for my potential, and then this is as good as it gets. I go out and get hit by a bus. You know, so it's like gotta <laughs> say it. I gave it all to you in one day. <laughs> we'll buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> That's right. I better get to the lottery place. All right, we're gonna listen to Songbird by Eva Cassidy. It was sent over directly by the Cassidy family, who is also participating with this show today um, and I, I do want to say that um, the Cassie family in the past had sent through a um, a special letter um, from the Cassie family a, a private letter from the Cassie family to um, E.L. James I had passed that on to Jennifer Trout and Jennifer Trout and gave that to E.L. James so there has been communication that was sent a year ago um, and then the Cassie family's uh, is participating in the show again today. I have a letter from them for the fans. So anyway, we're going to listen to Songbird sent over to the Fifty Shades fans by the Cassidy family. Enjoy it, and then Lisa and I will be back in just a moment.
Songbird by Eva Cassidy, especially sent over from the Cassidy family for this show here today. So it was really great um, for Lisa and I to go off and uh, talk about what just happened. That's a real moment, uh, 1450, when Erica herself called in. Just a very, very big, big day for mm-hmm. me personally. Um, as everybody knows, I've been a huge, huge fan for over a year now. So um, very, very surreal moment for me. And I, I certainly appreciate everybody who's tweeting and texting and, and that they're happy for me. Um, I appreciate that because uh, it, it was uh, just as good as it felt. As, as good as it sounded, <laughs> it felt even better. Um, so now we're going to bring in, try to follow that up, Michelle. Well, we're going to bring in Michelle. Yeah, and Michelle, you know Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> you you know her from Twitter as Bale450, and she also is a member of Team 50. She was so inspired by the books that she has written a very um, uh, popular blog, and so we're bringing Michelle on. She's going to talk to us about her 50 Shades experience. So thanks, Michelle, for, for coming on. Hi, Hi Lori. Hi, Lisa. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out because how do I follow up E.L. James? I feel like <laughs> show's over. <laughs> oh boy, that's it. Wrap it up, kids. It's been good. <laughs> oh my God, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I was freaking out. I didn't realize I said, "Who's that lady with the accent?" Because I was having a hard time putting the the blog site on. I'm like, "Oh my God, it's E.L. James." Um, okay, I'm gonna stop acting like an idiot. Hi. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just so well, happy, Lori. I mean, well, it's just thank it's a you. Great day. Anyway, it, it, thank it, you for having me on. It, 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 it's a great day for, for, for Team 50 all, all together. You know, I, um, I, I'm just thrilled that I have this medium that people actually listen to that, that I can provide that for everybody. So it's, it's just a, a, a gift to everybody. Tell us about your experience this past year. So you picked up the books. Were, were, were you a member of this fandom as well, or did you come in like I did um, when the book actually was published? Yeah, it wasn't until the books. I kept seeing um... – things on the news they were talking about these books and i finally thought well I'll, I'll pick it up and see what it's all about you know smut who doesn't want to read smut right um <laughs> read the books all three of them in two days and um was just completely fangirling over el and um the blog just sort of came along I, um someone suggested that i should start one just to you know put out there my different experiences with um you know, with the books and with the Twilight stuff that the trips I've taken, and it just kind of took off from there. I never realized in a year that I'd be sitting here on the radio um, talking with you and listening to E.L. James, and I've met her a couple times, and um, it's just been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't you tell us about you? You've been to the um, Katie show, and you've had some mm-hmm. experiences. Why don't you share those? I have. Um, yes, I went to the Katie show last year with a couple girls from Twitter. Um, I made her cupcakes. I got to um, meet her on the show. Um, I also met her at a book signing down in Maryland. Um, and what else? I've met Dana Brunetti. Hey, Dana, I told you I'd give you a shout-out. Um, <laughs> in case anyone doesn't know who Dana Brunetti is, um, I've I've made him cupcakes as well. Um, he's, he's in Maryland, or not now, but he was in Maryland shooting House of Cards, so I got the chance to make cupcakes for him, and um, it's been just incredible. It's just been a crazy past year. And then you started a blog. I and did, I did. you started your own little fan site, fandom. I did. I, yeah, I just want to say thank you to you 
and to Lisa and to all the other um, Fifty Shades <clears throat> forums out there who retweet and talk about my blog for me and all my great followers who I know who are listening right now. Um, it's just been incredible. And, of course, thank you to E.L. James because without her, I'd be just, you know, nobody. <laughs> so, yeah, the blog's been great. Um, I never thought I'd be writing Fifty Shades fan fiction smut, um, but it's it's a lot of fun and everyone loves it. And um, I'm just excited for the movie to come out. Well, we have that's... your uh, a, a link on our site to your site, but why don't you tell everybody how they can get it to your site for those who, who, who might sure. want to know it's, now. Um, uh, it's www.colormegracest.wordpress.com. And if you're on Twitter, you can just go on my bio page, and the link is right there. You can just um, click on the link also, and it'll take you right there to the blog. Well, it's it's amazing, and we were talking with Erica a little bit about this in, in the beginning when she called in, was the sisterhood that's been created really globally through the connection of these books. And for us who are members of, of, of what we affectionately now call Team 50, which are, are people who are great fans and, and champion the, the, the whole story of the book, not just the sexual part but the love part and the romance mm-hmm. part of Christian and Anna – um it's 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 really been a great journey for us to all be connected through this through this experience. It is. It's been great. Um I've met like you guys here and everybody on Twitter and the blog. It's I've made some really great friends. Um the books really I think what sets them apart from other books is it's, it's not really the smut part. I think that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. I think the storyline just resonated with a lot of us, um, just the background love story um, and how it was written. And it's just great to be able to bond with everybody over the books. Um, and like I said, I'm sitting in Chicago <laughs> right now. Um, I'm with, I've am with. i met my friend Kim, who she runs a page um, on Twitter and Facebook. for. Uh, she's Team Jesse Pavelka for Christian Grey. And um, we just met on Twitter because of Fifty Shades, and um, I flew out yesterday just to meet her for the first time, just because we've become great friends because of the books. So it's it's been right. really amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really happened to to me as well. Um, I first started reading. I well, being in Seattle, I used to have people running past me, and they were going, um, "How do how do you get to Escala?" And we're like, well, why does everybody want to know where a skeleton is? That, and, and they were wearing these shirts that said Christian Grey or something. I'm like, this is so right. weird. So it's always like, oh, you're up four blocks to the left. You won't be able, you know, you, you can't miss it. And so I thought, I should read these books because you know, someone said it, it, it's a book and it takes place here in Seattle. I'm like, well, I should read those books and then I can do a show and see what this whole talk is about. Right. Well, little did I know. That not only exactly. reading that book once, it would read. It, it, it would suck me into this huge addiction. Where, I mean, I really had a problem. I oh, I did uh, too. Yes, I mean, I I, read, I quit counting after fifty times. I and I could still read this book today if I hadn't made basically a pledge in blood to Jennifer Troughton that I would refrain from not reading the books. But thank goodness that there's sites like Lisa's and then Jackie's and Kristen's and yours, and where people put in snippets all the time, and then I get my fix every day that way because it's like the topic exactly. of the day, or 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 the latest babies will will put in these great lines. And I'll be like, oh, 
So I, I don't actually have to read the book, but it's it's like my my right. reading way every day. Exactly. I love there are it. a little bit of cracks. There are fifty shades crack. Yeah, oh, I went to I went to Seattle I went to Seattle last year and um I mean that was I honestly I freaked out when I saw the Escala. I mean I mean, I've said it on my blog that I actually looked the Escala to say that I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah, like the elephant graveyard for fifty shades fans. I mean you have to go there. You you can go there twenty four seven, there's somebody outside getting their, their their picture done and and I've gotten my, my picture taken outside there as well. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It was just it was just great to just see the book sort of come alive. That it's a real place you could visit, and um, it'll just be great when the movie comes out, just to see it on screen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I have friends who live in Escala, and and they took me with my book all over the inside of Escala and took pictures of me all over the place in the wine cave oh on the God. treadmill. I, I, Everybody's seen them. I've, I put them on my my Facebook. But you know, in the elevator, I, I have a zillion pictures in the elevator with me and my fifty book and my glass of wine. And they really indulge me. And I really appreciate Mark and Ashley doing that for me because that again was was another dream come true. They just you know just gave me free reign all over a scala and just took pictures of me and uh, just just let me be my 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 crazy team fifty self. Oh, that's great. I mean, it's it, it's nice when everybody sort of embraces us, all of our craziness, and <laughs> lets us mm-hmm. be free and wild with our Fifty Shades crazy. Well, you, you've met some really great friends as well. And we, you are really great friends with Lisa in Seattle, as as am I, but yes. I don't think I'm, I'm quite as good of friends as, as you are. But, I mean, there's just been wonderful friendships that have been formed out of all of this. Oh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, Lisa. Hey, Lisa, I know you're listening. Um, I know. <laughs> Yeah, she she flew out for she flew out for 24 hours from Seattle just to go to the Katie Couric show with me, um, you know, just because she was such a fan. She flew out, went to the show, and basically flew cross country back home. Um, and so we've stayed friends. We still talk. Um, like I said, I have Kim here. I've got just tons of friends on Twitter that um, have really become true friends, and um, I'm just I'm blessed. I'm really blessed. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have a question, Lisa? No, I just was listening. I wrongly said that. No, I, I, I think for for me, you know, starting out in the Twilight fan, and this has bled over, you know, so I have carryover. But so I kind of knew what to expect, you know, with a new fandom being created with the Fifty Shades of Grey. So it's been really we enjoy like Kit and I will talk. It's it's fun for us to watch that happen all over again, um, you know. And like with Michelle, I mean, there's just certain people whose personalities just jump off you know, your screen, and that, and Michelle is one of those. I mean, you know, we caught on to her early and and loved what she was posting, and her sense of humor comes through, and, and so it's been fun to watch that, you know, grow for her and, and see what she's doing with all of that, too. So she's a great champion for the, the 50 family. Well, Lisa, mm-hmm. don't make me cry on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's... It's it's really taken a, a village because the the press is such a huge huge organization and they took off on this the the, the, the very small as 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 we all know as as members of Team Fifty they all took off on the on, on the very small what we think you know sexual aspect of it when we all know that there was much much more than that that there was a a formula to this success that it was bigger than the sex part. And that's where Team 50 has really come in and, I, I believe, picked up and carried that ball um, for the books, letting people know that there's there's more to this where it's just not, you know, it's not mommy porn. There's there's a huge love story here. 
um, there's a sisterhood, there's a love for the author, it's reciprocal from the author to the fan, and that's been the success. And, and to me, that is just another uh, huge aspect of being a member of Team 50 is being able to carry that message and go up against the, the big media that had their own agenda. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I think there's definitely people out there that, you know, you're always going to have the haters with the people that love it. And I think I've always been, you know, a cheerleader for um, the positive part of it. And, and yeah, that, that quote, mommy porn, just boils no, my butt. No. It's just, you know, no, because no. It's, it's, there's tons of books with the smut and all that stuff. This is just something on a totally different level. And um, the way EL just um, has handled all this is amazing because, it's just a true phenomenon, and um, I just I'm just grateful. She's just so great with the fans. She's great with us on Twitter, and just um, you know gave me a shout out on my birthday, which you know I died and went to heaven over that. You know she's just it's great. It's just the positive part of it is what I try to hold on to, and um, you know the media will be the media. But um, I just think with this movie coming out, we've got great producers. Um, I think it's just going to be it's going to be wonderful. What are your plans for the movie, Michelle? Well, do you mean my my parts as the token Asian in the movie? E.L. Because um, (laughs) I've said this before, and I will say it again, that every movie has the token Asian somewhere. You might not always see it, but I'm telling you, if you pay attention, there's always one Asian in the background. So I will happily do that. I will sit on my phone in the corner at the cafe part when they're having their their coffee. I will tweet. (laughs) I won't need to say anything, E.L. I'll just show up on set. I will be your token Asian. Um, and then that will get me on the red carpet, and um, that's hopefully where I'll be. Something tells me that that will happen. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think well, we heard it today. I would, I would, I would just die. But um, yeah, wherever I, I will be, I will be in my full crazy, fangirling, handcuffed, silver tie craziness. So we'll see. We'll see. I hope you all's listening and pondering that thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you actually referred somebody, um, and they wrote a song, Abby Skye's song, um, Your Thief, and there's a free download available that, if if people are looking at the screen right now, there's a link that they can actually go and download this song for free. Abby Skye is a 19-year-old songwriter from Cleveland, Ohio, now living in Brooklyn, New York, and she's starting her singing career. Um, She had her own song about Christian Grey um, obsession and so she wrote a song and they got a hold of you and then they got a hold of me. How did that work out, Michelle? Yeah, just through the the wonder of Twitter. Um, yeah, a friend of mine, Dean, um, his, his daughter, and um, I listened to the song and I think it captures the essence of Fifty Shades of Grey and um, I like yeah, like you said, I just got in touch with you, he got in touch with you, and I'm hoping that um, everyone will listen and love it, and who knows, maybe it can somehow be uh, part of the movie. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. That's right. You, you just never know. All right, well, I'm going to let you go, Michelle. Thanks for coming on. Why don't you give everybody one more time where they can see your blog? <laughs> yep, it's um, Color Me Gracest, um, uh at WordPress.com. Um, and thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lisa, so much. This has been a lot of fun. That's good, it's, to, it's good to hear your voice. Absolutely. I, that, that's the great thing about the show. You can put the, the voice with the face, mm-hmm. with the name, with the Twitter handle, with the website, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's It's all about us connecting today. So 
Yeah. I think and and follow, yep. follow her on Twitter. She's a lot of fun. That's right. <laughs> All right. She's thanks, a lot of fun on Twitter. All right. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Well, that was Michelle. And, again, you can follow her on Twitter at Bale4, the, the number 450. The next person we're going to bring on also is a little Twitter star, and that's Victoria. And, a lot of people know her as um, Ruffles and Restraints, and we call her Ruffles and Rants for, um, <laughs> for, for, for fun, but, but she's really uh, Ruffles and Restraints, and she has a website that's also posted up there. She does the most amazing um, drawings. Illustrations, her, yeah. I mean, I, right, the illustrations of, of the book coming to life. Don't know what you think, Lisa? Yeah, I, very much so. And, and you want to talk? I mean, I, I have this fangirl, fangirl crush on her, so I'm been waiting for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to get Victoria on the line. We're going to talk to her, and you can again follow her on Twitter at Ruffles and Restraints. I, I don't want to get everybody confused with with the other thing. Um, I'm going to play only because I can't find Abby guy's song right this second, but um, I did find Van Morrison, Someone Like You, which is not only one of my favorite songs, but Erica's favorite song, so I'll play that, and then I will cue up um, uh, Abby Sky's song here but uh, shortly, but you can download that for free, and the, the link is, is flashing before you right now. So we will be back. We're going to get uh, Victoria on the line, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Van Morrison, Van the Man, here he is, Someone Like You. Up and down the 
sent it out to I I it seemed like the fandom and I've never been in a part of something like this. I you know, I like a band or something like that, but mm-hmm. um I'd never been involved in a fandom like this, so it was really interesting. So I I saw a few accounts on Twitter at the time. It was just kind of starting out and sent it to them and they seemed interested, so I just kept it up. That's how it kind of started. Hmm. Well, it's really taken off, too. Oh, it's great. I mean, I'm so thankful and grateful. So many people have really shown great support, So, like Lisa and so many other sites and from all over the world. It's just, like, amazing to me. But it's been one great. Of those that comes out in- oh, go ahead, Lisa. No, I said that's, that's one of those, like, when Erica was writing, you know, fan fiction, they alert. Because, like, when yours comes out, it's like, I, I've told you this, I'll be at work and I have to stop <laughs> and doing it post to, to all the factions because, you know, and our friend Sylvia, we should say hi to Sylvia. Oh, um, Sylvia. She's yeah, funny. you know, I mean, there's just people that wait for that. and I mean, it's really become that big. I mean, that's, I think that's awesome for you. Well, it started off small, but, yeah, you did such a great job. And, and I'm sure, well, you'll probably ask it because I'm really curious about your background, you know, what formats you use to do your drawings and stuff, too. So, but go ahead. Um, pardon? No, you have that's a great question. Wanna, yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. I actually, when I first started out, I'd never done digital drawings. Um, I had a graphics tablet that never worked. So finally, <laughs> I had to get a new laptop because everything was getting so old. So a really great friend of mine was able to help me get discounts on because MacBook Pros are very expensive. Let me just tell mm-hmm. you. So I got a new graphics tablet and a laptop, and I was going to try to start doing digital paintings, which I'd never done before, but I'd seen it online. I've watched different artists I like, and I thought, oh, I'm going to give it a shot. I want to start drawing again, because I used to draw ever since I was a little kid, but never mm-hmm. anything, you know, seriously, just sketching. And so I did a few um, birthday illustrations for some friends just to test it out, getting um, advice from an illustrator friend of mine and watching tutorials online and things like that. And that's how I started. So basically I just sketch something rough digitally on the tablet. Sometimes I'll do it on paper and scan it in, but it's easier all digital. And then um, just refine it, add color and shading, and that's how I do it. So it that's gives you a lot more, free- so, so you're more, you a lot more freedom. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're more self-taught then. You didn't. You thought like you have an art degree or didn't go to school for that. No, I didn't go to school for that. Um, See, but I've fantastic. always, yeah, I've always liked drawing though. Ever since before yeah. I could read or anything, I was always drawing. So, but you know how it is. They always say, "Oh, you'll never make a career out of it." So <laughs> I didn't go to school yeah. for it. Yeah. Interesting. Well, how, how do you get your inspiration? Victoria, like on on what scenes that you're gonna do? Is is there is there a formula to that? Um, not really. I mean, some of the scenes obviously will jump out at you right away, <laughs> but um, it's sometimes it's difficult. I I really love a scene, but I really won't try to attempt to create a scene a drawing about it unless I feel really confident in how it will look. I know that sounds kind of strange, but um, some it just seems like some scenes to make it look good it's it's just really complicated. But so I'll start something thinking, oh, I'm gonna do this, and then 
something else will pop into my head and I go, no, I'm going to do this instead and then it'll just come out real fast. So it's it's kind of hard. It, that's why I I kind of like to make it a surprise basically because I don't even know what's going to happen sometimes. Um, but I always want to be confident that I like what the final result is. So, How long does it take right. you, you know, from start to finish? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, it varies maybe or just? It it varies, but usually it it's over several days, but usually a few hours over several days. Um, mm. Something like when I did the um, like a full page, like a comic page that I did mm-hmm. recently, that took a long time because <laughs> I painted each panel. It wasn't just line art, so oh, it was wow. basically like doing you know. Mm-hmm. eight or nine separate illustrations because I blow them way up when I do it, which is probably not very smart because um, I do a lot of detail, but you can't see it once it's shrunken mm-hmm. down. But for me, it's it's good practice. So that was a tough one, but I, I really want to try that again. That was a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. um, And then you actually got attached to E.L. James's website. Oh, my gosh. That was <laughs> a shocker. I could oh. – I was so honored by that. I couldn't believe it. Just knowing that she saw it was enough, but to be put on that page was amazing. I, I couldn't think of her enough, so mm-hmm. that was really great. Yeah. I know early on we would tweet and we would be like at adding her and pointing to you like you need to see this stuff, you know, <laughs> because I know she would appreciate it. It's just well, thank yeah. you for and, for from promoting it. That I mean. Oh. She's actually commented on Twitter when you've um, posted my stuff, so <laughs> I really thank you for that. Oh no, it's our pleasure. I mean, like I said, it's we've we've definitely become fans, and I and Kit will even like email me if I she knows I'm at work or something. She says, "Hey, she posted a new one." <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's become that big of a thing, but so, so I yeah. Can't, and I, I wish Kit I was there. Yes, I know. I hopefully she's listening, and that's great. Um, and actually, I think two people that. A lot of people will see the illustration, you know, where, when we post it or you do or we tweet or whatever. But, I mean, I hope that people get to your blog, and we always try and reiterate that because, I, you know, as much as we enjoy the illustrations, we really enjoy um, the commentary that you give and what inspired you for that scene and what you were feeling about that. I mean, it, those are just it, those are interesting and very well written. We enjoy oh, those you. too. I wasn't even planning on that. Um, I was just going to post the illustration and that's it but uh, a friend of mine who actually helped me set up the site she said oh you should write something you know it'll make it more interesting so Mm -hmm. to me it feels like I'm just rambling sometimes but (laughs) when you're thinking about a scene for hours on end while I'm doing it you just get these weird ideas (laughs) so it probably seems way overthought what I'm writing but um, I basically just try to put down what I'm thinking when I'm you know, painting or whatever. So, well, I think it's nice that it takes the 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 viewer or the reader or the blog, you know, back to that moment in the book, not just visually, but then, I mean, you do a good job of giving a shout out to where it appears in the book, and you know, so people can be taken back to that too. So that's always a nice shout out to the book. Oh, thanks. Now, the descriptions are so great, and I know that so many people have read them more than once, <laughs> Lori. Mm-hmm. But um, I <laughs> no comment. 
I want to make sure that the details are correct because I know people will call me out on it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I want to make sure. And I love doing a lot of detail. I, just, I just think that's fun. And, and anybody that's a big fan of the books will appreciate it if I put, mm-hmm. like, little tiny details that most people wouldn't remember. So mm-hmm. that's why I do that. But it's fun. I like that. Do you ever think give about everybody there? Um, I, I want to throw the website out there real quick again so people can, can get that. Oh, my website? RussellsInRestraints.com. There you go. And now, Russell's was, and Restraints. Was that the name of your art blog before, or did you change it after you started going in this direction? <laughs> no, that was the name from the beginning. No, I wanted name? something. That's so fun. Yeah. I, well, I, like I said, I, I just wanted to... I wasn't sure exactly what the content would be, but I kind of had an idea. I um, I wanted, you know, a little bit, I don't know, adventurous. I don't know, yeah. just not, you know, like naughty plain. And nice. I mean, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I wanted something a little catchy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's why I chose that name. Well, it is, and it, it works well with <laughs> with the Fifty Shades, you know, storyline <laughs> as well. I think that's why the light went on, the light bulb went on when I started reading the books. I went, oh, these would be great mm. ideas for illustration, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it it makes, you know, that scene come to life, which is, you know, we are all doing in our imagination anyway, but then you kind of take it out of that imaginary place and then put it, you know, in in the physical form. Well, I wasn't sure about doing that because everybody has their own mental picture of the books, and I didn't want to force anything. So um, it's just kind of my own interpretation, but I try to keep it kind of generic the way they look because mm-hmm. I know, as you know, people have very strong opinions on who the what the characters should look like. So it's just kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of a – a basic idea of a scene or whatever, just to trigger your your thoughts about it. So, I'm I hope people appreciate that that they don't. I mean that they don't mind that it doesn't look exactly the way that they picture the people. But mm-hmm. no, no, I, no, I, I think I think it's lovely. Yeah, you've done a good representation. I mean, you know, it's you can, oh, no one's going to get it exactly. You, you know, that's just no. It, it works. It really works. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's our first hour down. See, Lisa, that wasn't so bad. Now, was it one hour down? <laughs> that did that, that, that was a big hour. <laughs> it was packed with some superstars, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. All right, Victoria, well, thank you for coming on. And, of course, we'll be following you on Twitter. You can follow Victoria on Twitter at Russells and Restraints. Everybody knows her. You're, she's a little celebrity in her own right on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So we encourage you to to follow her and see her fantastic illustrations. And, again, thanks for coming on and sharing your personal experience with us today. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. It was great talking to you. You too. All right. We'll see you on Twitter. Thank you. (laughs) Keep listening. Show's not over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we are going to bring on next, uh, we're going to play The Scientist by Coldplay, which I love that song. I'm so glad it was added in the book because that just uh, really captured the moment of the first book. And I kind of feel like that this is a three-hour show, so it's representative of the three books. And so the end of the first book, we know that uh, Anna was um, 
as, or Christian was loading this song into Anna's uh, fancy new iPad she would be getting mm-hmm. here shortly. So we're going to listen to that. I'm going to get Heather with more than a hat on right now because she has a giveaway for us. We love giveaways, free stuff. We love free stuff. Not only do we love 50 cakes, we love free stuff. So I have a hat that I actually bought from her. It says Later's Baby on it and has like a chain around. It's really cool. Whenever I wear it, people always look at me at least. And um, so she's going to come on and tell us how you can get a hat from her and she's as a giveaway. So we're going to go. We're going to be right back with Heather and enjoy Scientist by Coldplay. We'll be right back.
read that was a scientist by Coldplay, and we all know how that fits into the book, especially if you're like me and have had to go to Fifty Shades of Detox. I'm still in that program. I'm, I have not recovered. It's an ongoing process. It's a 50-step program. So here we are now with Heather Moore, and Heather has a company called More Than a Hat. But more than that, haha. She is a Fifty Shades of Grey fan, and we love Team 50. And so Heather is on. She's going to tell us about her experience as a fan, and then we're going to talk about she's going to have a giveaway just for members of Team 50. Hi, Heather. Hi, how are you? Hi, Heather. Good. So I basically basically became a fan kind of by accident. I'm not a reader at all. I don't ever read books, but all my friends were raving about Fifty Shades, and I thought, okay, I guess I'll I'll give it a try. So I downloaded it onto my iPad, and I got sucked in, and I read it four times over. <laughs> four times, you just a babe. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm I'm on my fifth. I'm a new I'm a newer fan probably than most because, like I said, I don't typically read, but. Um, every time someone recommends a new book to read, I just keep going back to Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we love to hear. We love to indoctrinate people into Team Fifty. So, yep, just 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 keep reading. Five times is you're 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 right up there with the professionals now. <laughs> yeah, my husband thinks I'm crazy, but oh well. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one. Well, no. tell us That's about your business, business because you you caught my attention when I saw the Laters baby hat come on. Yes, I had made uh, my girlfriends and I just for fun thought it would be fun to make some Fifty Shades of Grey hats, so we would have them ready when the movie came out, so we could all wear them. So it was kind of just for fun, and then somebody on my Facebook came across them, and um, I introduced me to Fifty Shades of Sexy on Facebook, and I did a few giveaways there, and I believe that's where you came across the later baby hat. So um, Fifty Shades yeah, of Sexy, kind of no, I've never it. seen such a site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we did the later baby, Mrs. Gray, and then we did one that says Vanilla, too, so... A little something mm. for everyone. But the most popular, of course, is the Later's Baby, which is my favorite also. Right. right. Actually, I, I saw it from um, Heather from K-Frog, who's kind of an acquaintance of mine, too, through radio. And Heather, oh, okay. uh, that's that's how I came across it was, was through Heather. But oh, okay. I couldn't I wait. I was I like, it. yeah, I was Johnny on the spot, man. I was getting a hold of you. I wanted that later's baby hat as soon right as, as soon as I could get it. And and you did. You got it to me really, really fast. And like we were saying while we were offline, whenever I wear that downtown, I become like the official tour go-to person for all things Fifty Shades. People recognize it. And Team 50 just like runs up to me and they're like, same thing. How do you get to Escala? That's, 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 if I had a dime for everybody who wanted directions to Escala, I would be, well, I'd probably have a lot of dimes. But it's um, it's it's actually really easy. It's on fourth. If, if you're downtown and you're down at Pike Place Market, just walk up four blocks to the left. You'll run right into it. So it's it's really really easy to find. So tell us about your site. It's um, it's morethanahat.com, right? Morethanahat.com, and you can custom design uh, any hat that you like. 
even the later baby one, you can do it in any color that you like, any color embroidery, and I add chains or rhinestones, whatever you like, so you can kind of design it to how, what style you like. And I'm also going to be doing a giveaway on my Facebook. So if you go to my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash more than a hat, if you like the page and then you comment on there, Team 50, you'll be entered in to win a later baby hat, and you can custom design it how you'd like. Nice. So they have to put Team 50 on there, and then that enters them in to win the later's baby hat. Yes. So just comment Team 50 after you like the page, and then uh, like the that page. will enter you into the contest. Yes. All right. And then you'll have a hat just like mine. There will be two of us in the world. And if you wear it when you come to Seattle, I'll be able to recognize you. Yes. And then we both can charge dimes to go to Escala. <laughs> so Heather Moore is more than a hat dot or more than She is on Facebook at more than a hat. Like the page. You have to like the page. Might as well like Northwest Prime while you're over there. So you can like my page too. I don't have that many likes. Um like my page, like Heather's page and comment and put that you're a member of Team 50, and you can win this awesome, awesome hat. There's a there's a, a, a rotation of the hat coming up across your screen, I think, that, that I put that on there. All right, Heather, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I think that's it. Just make on, sure that they leave a comment. I'm on Twitter. Yes, you can follow me on Twitter more than a hat also. Great. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for well, coming thank on. You. We appreciate yeah. it. Okay. And uh, thank you. We'll later, right, Lisa? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Free stuff. Team and 50. 50. <laughs> thank you. Right. Team 50. Thank All right. Thanks, Heather. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Well, that was a great way to get a free hat. Someone's going to win it. Someone is going to win it, so it might as well be you. All you have to do is go over there. I mean, free to like the page, free to leave a comment, free to win a hat. Someone's going to do it. So that was Heather Moore with More Than a Hat. So Lisa, the next person we're going to have on, I know it's right up your alley, which is Becca Bateau, and she is the audio voice of the books, which I know you are a huge fan of audiobooks. Huge, huge. Great way to stay connected with your favorite stories. And, and did, did you read all three books on them? Oh, yeah, multiple times. I mean, I would listen to it in the car, at my work PC, my on my phone when I go to bed at night. It's just, it's, yeah, it's great. I, I mean, I I have listened to it way more than I've read it. Yep. Well, Becca's going to have some giveaways too. She's gonna and she's going to come on and she's going to tell us about her giveaways, which will be an audio book signed by her. At I think one or two audio books signed by her. Because you're going to need to like her Facebook page. So you might as well just open up your Facebook page because how you're going to be able to win these things, you're going to have to like some Facebook pages. So you're going to have to like Becca Bateau's on um, Facebook, and you're going to have to like Heather's. And while you're there, you might as well just like mine just because I'm a nice person. I'm not, I'm not giving anything away, but I'm giving you this great show, and Erica called in. I mean, how much more, what more can I do for you people? So you can at least like my page. It's it's, it's a sad little 300 likes over there but but it's, it's, I, I shamelessly am, 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 am promoting more likes for my my Facebook page right now you, you'll see a big tribute to Andy Murray over there if you if you go over there um and, and like that page but anyway I, I, huh? 
I wonder if he's read Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I don't know. We should ask him. Mm-hmm. I should have him on. There you go. But um, I also want to talk about going over to Jennifer Troughton's Facebook page while we're waiting for Becca to call in. Because Jennifer Troughton, um, as everyone knows, she was also mentioned in the first book of Fifty Shades. Really, it's the whole theme for the whole the, the whole love story, Raising the Ordinary to the Extraordinary. They talk about Troughton's work at the beginning of the book. And Jennifer went and she made 750, that's it, only 750 of these limited edition signed prints as a reproduction of what was done in Christian's office. And she sold a lot of them, but there are still a few left. And you want to make sure that you get on um, in on that at jennifertroughton.com and you can go and find uh, what the picture looks like. E.L. James herself has number 50. I have number 51, so we're kind of neighbors. Um, in fact, can I borrow a couple of sugar, Erica? Um, so <laughs> a lot of people have them in, who, are, who are members of Team 50. Jennifer Troughton, not only is she a 50 Shades artist, she is one of the best living artists in the world. And in the world, she's just a fantastic artist. She is a master artist. And not only are you getting something if you're a member of Team 50, but you're also getting a fantastic piece of work by one of the best uh, artists on the planet. So Becca's on the line. We're going to go ahead and bring her in now, but be sure to check out JenniferTroughton.com, and we're going to talk about that again uh, a little later in the show. Becca? Hi. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for calling. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Yes, hello. <laughs> I've listened to your voice an awful lot. <laughs> um, well, thank you, I think. Yes, no, it's um, great. How's it going? How's, uh, I heard you guys had a special guest on earlier, a special, special guest. Special, special guest. Yes, we are still... Um, we're, I don't think Lori's recovered yet, no. Processing all of that, yes, definitely. I'm, I'm still processing that. Well, Becca, had, had you read the books before you landed the job as the um, as the audio voice? Uh, no, I had no idea what Fifty Shades of Grey was. I had no clue it was going to be what it has <laughs> become. Um, I I literally I didn't know anything. I got the phone call like three days before we started recording and uh, my producer didn't even really know (laughs) what was going on. He didn't, he wasn't really sure what the deal was with it. He basically just said, you know, it's a lot different than what you're used to because, you know, I usually, I I usually do young adult novels. Uh, That's kind of my thing. So Mm. he's like, it's a lot different, you know, than, than what you're used to doing, but (laughs) it's supposed to be really big. That's all he said. It's supposed to be really big. So it's supposed was to be like, really okay, big, famous last words. <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, I was like, so when do we start? He's like, oh, well, we actually, and this phone call came in, I think, on Thursday, and he's like, we need to start recording on Monday. I was like, okay, <laughs> I better start working then. <laughs> um, so did you read yeah. them then? Did you have to read um, them before you started recording or no? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, I, familiar. I all of my work is done, or I'd say about 90% of my work is done in my preparation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got through, I, I mean, generally when I do a book, I like to read it at least three times before I get into the studio. Um, unfortunately, with the time crunch, I only got yeah. to read the first book 
twice. I actually read it twice that weekend before we started and did all my homework that I do. And then I didn't get the second and third books until that Thursday, which we had finished recording the first book that Friday. So I I didn't get through uh, both of the, the second and third books twice, but I did get through each of them once. Had to cram all of my homework into one time through. Wow. <laughs> but, um, but I did read them all before we, you know, got to them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to know <laughs> as much of the story well, as you can, yeah. you know. Yeah. And like I said, that's I, not a big time window. Right. Um, but I heard that um I heard that when they recorded uh I think it was the Harry Potter series that the narrator because of the the secret around, you know, when it got to the later books, I heard that he didn't even oh. get to read them all the way through. I heard um that he you know, that he had to prep like literally the day before he'd get like pages. <laughs> wow. So I'm like, Oh, that must be crazy. But yeah, it was it was really fun. It was a it was it was pretty nuts, but I had a great time working on it and you know, it changed my life. So Oh yeah. Well how do you oh, yeah. in, the, in the in the prep for that, like do you do the the voices instantly come to you your head or is that something as you I mean, how does that work? Um, you find the voices of the characters. You know, generally I haven't like when I'm reading it, I kind of just I have a very kind of producer mind when I read scripts or anything anyway. I kind of have a very specific idea of who everybody is. So mm-hmm. for me, like when it comes to reading books, it kind of has a very clear idea of who they are in my mind. And so I make, I literally make an entire Excel spreadsheet and I list all of the characters and who they are and how they relate to the main character. And I kind of have an idea in my mind, a picture of what this person looks like, whether it's somebody I know in my life or a character on TV or an actor mm-hmm. or a celebrity. Like, I always have an idea for who they are to me. Right. Because you're an actress, right, by by trade, Becca? Yes, I am. I, I, I originally, you know, was going for doing the whole film and TV thing. I mean, I still am, but um, mm-hmm. all of my success so far has been in the audiobook world and the voiceover world. So it's good. I think you have to take what the universe gives you, you know. <laughs> well, I've yeah. had these opportunities, so I've I've been very grateful for them. And has that has that led to more opportunities because of this? Or just, you know, because your name's out there all over the place now with that? Um, yes, I've gotten quite a bit of interest. I've, I, I, I definitely have a lot more opportunities than I had before. You know, when Great. somebody hears you're the voice of Fifty Shades of Grey audiobooks, you know, everybody's <laughs> head kind of turns. It's like, oh, you know, it's been it's been interesting for me. Um, you know, especially I went to an audiobook party where like a lot of the people who are anything and everything in the audiobook world. Uh, we're at this party recently, and it was very bizarre because it was, like, kind of my first time that I felt like sort of like a celebrity at yeah. a party. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was yeah. really – it was very bizarre to me. I mean, um, but it was it was very cool. And, yeah, it's any anytime I'm at, a, I'm at a regular, you know, like, normal person party, friends of friends or whatever, whenever someone introduces me as the voice of Fifty Shades, I kind of get embarrassed, but – but everyone's always like, "Wow, really? Like that's so cool!" I'm like, yeah. "Oh, I think so." I'm kind of shy. Can you it is cool. That stuff, it can is you, cool because you you will be forever linked to it that way. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But can you take us through, like, what's a typical, how does a day in the, I'm assuming you go to a studio, and then do you yeah. read, do you read the book, are you actually reading along and you have to switch character voices, or, do you, you know, how does that yeah. work? Yeah, you go in, like I said, I get all my prep done, I know, I know the entire book before I go, I mean, not know it, I haven't memorized it, obviously, but I have all my notes in there, so I basically just go into the studio with my manuscript or my iPad, depending on what I'm working off of um, for this series. I was actually working from a manual script, um, so it was, you know, eight and a half by 11 pages. I go in, I start at the beginning, and I just read, and I've, you know, I jump in and out from character to character, and you just go, 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 wow. go, go. You just go until you're done, basically. You just you, read how the long? How long does that normally take? I mean, is that we're talking days? Um, or? It depends. I mean, I think the general rule they say for every completed hour, you're in the studio for two hours, mm. is what they say. Um, this book, you know, I think a normal recording day for most voiceover artists is around six hours, and you'll usually get between, you know, 60 to 80 pages recorded in that time. Um, for this book, we were. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but for this book, we were recording like 10-hour days. I was doing 140 wow. pages a day. So you have to pretty... go back. Do they? I mean, you have like a director or someone that's there. That I did. I had a, an amazing for... director on this project. Her name's Kathy, um, and she, yeah, she's there to make sure I'm word perfect and to make sure my pronunciations are accurate. You know, she'll stop me anytime something sounds wonky, and we'd look it up or. You know, a lot of the names, like Jennifer Troughton, I think you just had on. You know, I, I wasn't sure how to pronounce her name. Like, things mm-hmm. like that, vocabulary. If she doesn't like a particular voice or something isn't resonating well with her, she would stop me and say, you know, I don't, I'm don't, i not really feeling that. Why don't you try this, um, which she did with a, a one or two. She didn't give me a lot of direction. She, she, The voice that you hear for Jose is kind of a redirected version of what I originally <laughs> did. Um uh, you know, but you, you kind of have to you have to compromise. I have to trust her judgment. You know, she's she's hired to help me make it through. And I'll tell you, I wouldn't have made it through this this series of books without her. That is for sure. Mhm. And then you have to go back. I mean, all I have, you know, is, is thinking of the movie world. But I mean, do you have to go back in and re-record parts then after they've listened to it, or do you get called back in to do that kind of thing, oh, or once you leave the yeah. draft? You'll have you'll have pickups uh, usually. Um, you know, generally the time is you know like a week or two later after the editor's really gone through, and you'll have to come back in because you missed a word or you maybe you mispronounced something. Um, yeah, you definitely have a, a, a day of pickups. I think on any mm-hmm. book, um, but we had a few. We were we were doing them as we went. So. Gotcha. Now, do you go back and listen when they're completed like that? Do you go back and listen to them from start you know, to finish? Or? It's it's really difficult for me to watch my own work or, or you know, especially on camera. Voiceover, strangely, I don't mind it as much, and I have mm-hmm. listened to a couple of my books in the past, but I have not. I, I, I kind of want to. I'm kind of on the fence about this one because it's such an intense book. Like I'm like, do I want to listen to it? I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I want to hear it. I've heard, you know, when I've done radio interviews and things like that, people have played clips of it for me, right. and it's always a little bit strange to listen to myself doing this kind of material. 
Um, but you know, yeah, I mean, if I can, I I do. I I'm I'm seriously considering listening to this one again, uh, or at period at all. You know, listening mm-hmm. to it. Um, but I haven't started it yet. <laughs> well, so. I think I don't know. I mean, just for me, I, most people I talk to, when you hear your own voice recorded, you think I don't sound like that. So you always want to know that's got to be a surreal thing too. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think because I've been doing it for so long, I know how I sound. Now, yeah. Now, how did you get into the to doing the audio books? Is that how long you've been doing that? Um, I've been doing it for about five years. Um, I just I was really lucky, you know. It's like you work so hard in this business on everything else, and I kind of I looked into it. Uh, my ex boyfriend was reading some books for Random House, and I happened to be working in the area where the studio was, and I stopped by just to say hi and. Ended up giving one of the producers and my headshot and resume, and yeah, they they ended up calling me in for just a general audition, like maybe a month later after that, and then I'd say about another month or two after that, I booked my first young adult title, and then um, and that was it for that year. And then the next year, I did like two books. The year after that, I did four. Last year, you know, the year before, and then like two years ago, I did seven. Last year, I did. Another four this year. I've done two wow. so far. So wow. they keep coming. Wow. So that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is great. Yeah. And do you get? Are you getting like handpicked now, or do you still? I don't. Is, or is everybody in the pool and the, the um, director or people kind of match people up? Everybody's in the pool. I mean, that's how I got this this job. Also, you know, I'm just one of the voices they have, and it, from what I was told, you know, they. Random House sent a selection of voices over to E.L. James and her people, and uh, they chose my voice out of however many that mm-hmm. they had to choose from. Um, but yeah. it's still the same kind of thing. You know, authors will get options of who, you know, who who Random House thinks would fit it or, you know, what they think they're looking for, and then they choose, I think. Gotcha. I think that's how it works. I'm not sure. I'm an independent <laughs> contractor, so I'm not really associated with that side of it. Oh, okay. Sure. But but as far as what I've been told, that's what my understanding of it is. It's just well. I mean, do, I can't recommend audio in the movie. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, do, are, are you planning on seeing the movie when it comes out? Seeing it? Yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. see it for sure. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> good. Good. Are we going to uh, say Lisa? I, no, I just I can't recommend audiobooks enough to people that that don't have the time to read or feel that, you know, I mean, it it, it has regenerated my love of, of reading. I hate to say reading, but it is. I mean, still hearing the story and it's, there's just something, and there's something for continuity. It's like, you know, when you get uh, a series like this where there's three books and you get the same narrator, you know, and it's just like, it's like coming home when you get to that. So, um, you know, people that don't think they have time to read, this is, audiobooks are just a fantastic way to to stay on top of books. Yeah, I personally love listening to audiobooks. I have like hundreds of them. I mm-hmm. I just love it because in this day and age, you know, I I love to read and who has time, you know, especially yeah. I live in LA, so I'm in traffic all the time. I love listening to them in the car. If mm-hmm. I'm cleaning my house, I can have it playing on my computer or my iPad or you know, I can I can listen, I can read while I'm doing other things, you know, exactly. and I think are, we've gotten so used to multitasking. It's really a great way to mm-hmm. to pass the time while you're doing other stuff, you know, doing yeah. housework or 
you know, laying out in the sun. I don't want to squint my eyes to read a book, so I just listen <laughs> to other people. Well, read you know, I'm on I'm on a computer all day long, so it's like it's nice to not have to, you know, in your eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you can just listen, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, that's yeah. great. Well, Becky, you have a giveaway too, so let's tell everybody about the giveaway. You're going to sign some uh, pictures, and you have an audio book or two that you're going to. Um, sign and give away so people can learn. If, I mean, if, if they if they haven't listened to the audio book before, this is a, a great way if they win one for them to get mm-hmm. into the audio book world. And if they have that, I mean, they have the ultimate, which will be you um, signing it and and sending it to them. That's right. That's right. I'm going to give away uh, a couple copies of a couple of my books um how do we decide we're going to do this we're going to uh <laughs> they like your they're they're going to like your facebook page right yeah well no. that's why i'm going to shamelessly make them like my facebook page and then they have to like your facebook page but they need to comment on on your facebook page just like they did on heather's at uh, more than a hat to you know uh, comment team 50 in there so that you can recognize them that they are entering the drawing so they need to like your page and and leave a comment and um then then you can uh, choose the uh the the winner on that okay cool sounds good i like it mm-hmm. we yeah, want so one we'll winner per one winner per item correct not just one winner uh, yeah, there's one. I'm gonna give away. I'm gonna probably give away about five uh, photographs, autographs, mm-hmm. photos, and uh, I think I'm gonna give away two books, two audio books. So, okay. All right, that's awesome. Sure. Thank you for doing yeah, that too. Doing that is yeah, that no, is absolutely amazing. And then you're on Twitter. I am at Becca Bateau. Yep. Well, do you have so any future projects coming up? That- we can watch um, I, I do. I have two audio books that are available now on iTunes and Audible. Um, one of them is a vampire romance kind of mystery. It's called uh, Shadows of Fire. It's it's a short listen. It's only I think it's five hours. It's an easy read. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other one I just did is a young adult title. So very good story. I really enjoy this one. It's called uh, Losing Faith, and it's about a teenage girl who's sister dies suddenly and it's kind of about her Bree is the main character and it's about her figuring out she never really had a relationship with her sister so it's kind of her getting to know her sister and what happened and it's Mm -hmm. really it's a really great story I really enjoy it right all right well she she has those two out now there's going to be more stuff coming out and 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 you probably Keep that pretty up to date on your Facebook page, right, Becca? I do. I do. Everything's on there. And you can also, if you're interested in joining my email list, you can go to my website, which is BeccaBateau.com, and just click on the contact page. You can, If you're interested, you can join my fan mail list as well. Great, great. So um, check out Becca's website. Check her out on Facebook. Like her page and leave a comment that you're with Team 50. Identify yourself. Come on, Team 50. We're going to come out and and <laughs> out of the shadows and and into the, the forefront and uh, and and take all this on and and win something. So thank you, Becca, for coming on. I really, really, again, just uh, appreciate it. You are a a huge piece of this puzzle. So just very, very uh, happy that uh, we could share this time with you today. Oh, yeah, thank I really you enjoyed so it. Yep. Yeah. 
being as addicted as I am to audiobooks, it's been great. You've, a great way to stay connected with 50. So thanks for everything you did. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me. All right. All right. Thanks, Becca. Have a great day. Right. You Bye. too. Thanks. Bye-bye. So make sure that you go to Becca Bateau's Facebook page and like her page and uh, leave a comment that you're with Team 50 and you can win a signed audio book or a signed picture. She has a lot of giveaways that uh, that, that she's going to be doing. So odds are you are probably going to win something. So we are going to take a quick break, come on with our next guest. And I found it. I found the Abby Sky song. Yes. <laughs> Your seat. And we're going to go ahead and play that. Now, thank goodness that I, you know, we, we were talking about this with Victoria. I bought a MacBook Pro, and I absolutely love it. It's just the best thing that ever happened to me. And I mm -hmm. named it Christian McGray. <laughs> and and that just makes me love it even more. And it never <laughs> fails me. So I was able to go back in and pull up that song and get it reloaded into the studio while you guys were talking. So again, just to uh, reiterate about Abby Sky, this song, um, Your Thief, Abby Sky is a 19-year-old singer-songwriter from Cleveland, Ohio, now living in Brooklyn, New York, and starting her singing career. She had a song of her own about Christian Grey, um, and she performed it for her dad. They discussed it and decided to put it to music and completed the lyrics and tried to fit that energy and the mood into the Fifty Shades story between, with a relationship between Christian and Anna. And this is it. So you can listen to it. We also have a free download that they've provided. If you like the song, you can download it for free. And that link is, is on our site that's, again, flashing before you. So we are going to switch gears and be back with our next guest. So go ahead and listen to Abby Skye's Your Thief. And we will be right back. Cause he's got paintings on his eyes. And I can't look away. Daddy says, please don't stray. Cause he's got paintings on his eyes. Well, he whispers in my ear. And well, he whispers in my ear, and he's got paintings on his
you know, you're always excited for the next one, so. But were you and Christy already friends? Yes. Uh-huh. We, yeah, we met through the Twilight fandom and, um, you know, became fast friends and best friends and the rest is history. But that when we actually mapped the universe, um, Jackie started reading fan fiction before I did, and she kept telling me, you have to read this, you have to read this, and, you know, working in kids and that kind of thing. I said, okay, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And she said, I'm telling you, drop everything and read this fan fiction. And uh, I did, and, and like Jackie said, I mean, waiting for a week for the new chapter to come out was just killer. Um, you, you know, but you'd get that alert. And I remember telling Jackie, I'm hiding in the bathroom at work trying to read this chapter <laughs> on my phone. Um, <laughs> yeah, just couldn't wait to find out what happened next. So it was exciting. That, that really had to be an exciting time. I'm I'm sorry that I, I missed out on that because that I just a, had no real, idea. It, it was a real community experience, don't you think, girls? I mean, it was just like what this fandom is. Like we'd, People would be on Twitter, and then Twitter would just about shut down because everybody leaves to go read. Or, I mean, it was just huge. I mean, it was, a, it was yeah. an event. You know, it just, yeah, it was. There's just not been anything like it, I, I don't think. I mean, there's been other stories, too, but just just being able to have a real-life or real-time update, is there, there's just something magical about that. I do miss those days, you know, too. So, yes. I mean, it's great that the authors are getting published. Um, you know, it's, it's proud to be a part of that and see them doing well and the doors that have been opened. And um, But, yeah, it was just a real magical time. Well, I, I can totally understand that, you know, having talked with, with all of you guys and hearing your experiences. And then I came in on it. I thought I, I think I started reading in June the books. And, of course, you know, everybody knows. I mean, I just was hook, line, and freaking sinker. I just, I mean, sinker. I, I this, These books ruined me because I was worthless, really, <clears throat> other than just reading, 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 reading. And so I had to, I mean, I knew that I was outside the bounds of social normality, just like Christian was outside the bounds sexually, you know, outside the sexual bounds normally. I was outside the reading bounds normally. And I did recognize that, but I just could, I just enjoyed it so darn much. You know, I just, I just love these books. I can't even imagine if I would have had to wait for her to actually write them and then wait for them to be posted because I was really a beneficiary of, of, of what you guys had to wait for. And I was able to blow through all three books. I mean, over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> well, we have many, many, many of times we publish it. We, um, you know, we read it all the time, and you know how we do topic of the day, and um, we're still. And thank you for that. <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, we I appreciate mean, that everybody loves topic of the day because we love it as well. That's the stuff we talk about with um, the other girls that help us run the site and each other. You know, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? What do you think? And then that's when we took it to Twitter and said, hey, what do you guys think of this? <laughs> and that's how Topic of the Day came about. Well, well that's how, how did it start? Go ahead. No, I said that's when Christy and I talked early on, you know, and we were getting our, getting our legs and doing this and having no idea it was going to explode the way it did. But that was such a, a niche that you guys found and, and that tapped into the what people wanted you know, I mean, it's it's an immediacy thing, and people can stay connected without, you know, having to be. It, it's just a it's a quick. It's a, it's such a great 
um, daily thing. People look forward to it. You can comment, not comment, you know, whatever. So, I mean, that's been mm-hmm. it really worked out for you guys. And that's what we talked early on because I'm like, oh, that, wish we could have thought of that. <laughs> but that's, you know, but it, that's just been, it's been great. And it's really, really grown. You guys do a great job. I mean, it's because it's time consuming to, to do all that. That's what, that's what we've, you know, our thing is we just, and we talked about this too, not wanting to be any kind of tabloid type blog, which we're not, you're not. Um, stay respectful, and that's a great way to do it. And, but it's time-consuming. I mean, Jackie, I don't know how much time do you have to spend on the Internet doing that. I mean, that's it's a big commitment. Um, yeah, it is a big commitment. And um, we do it, we knew from the beginning, like, when we started the site, we were like you, Lisa. We were like, we just wanted to do it to support her because we supported her all along. Mm-hmm. And um, we had no idea <laughs> it was going to blow up like this. Right. And so um, we just wanted, you know, like you said, it kind of came over the whole Twilight fandom into this fandom too, like mm-hmm. uh, Jada. She does our banners and our site mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. Um, so we were lucky to have her. And then um, it, now uh, we probably spend at least minimum about four to five hours a day of just you know getting the news out there and posting and doing you know tweeting everybody and talking to everybody. We really wanted to help build that community again. That mm-hmm. um, we all have that common bond and. We've all made friends from that fandom. We're friends with you guys, you know, from that mm-hmm. fandom into this one. And we wanted all of her fans to be able to experience that and make those mm-hmm. connections and make those friendships that, you know, the last few years, like, I met my best friend through that fandom. So, um, you know, years later, here we are um, doing another, <laughs> you know, um, from reading, you know, fan fiction. So we really wanted to make that experience for the fans and, um and just, you know, give them all the news, give them all the information that we can, view topic of the day, chat with them, because we get to basically fangirl with all the fans, like, <laughs> every single mm-hmm. day, and it's awesome. We love doing it. And I think that's mm-hmm. important to touch on, too, that, um, you know, I, I know you guys probably do, and we do. We'll get tweets from people, and, you know, when are we going to find out casting news, or, you know, we don't we don't want any any misrepresentation that we know more than what they do. We're we're fans, you know, running these sites, and we'll find out right along with them and and celebrate with them. And you know, it's, it's not that we have any more knowledge than what they have. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's just totally. Um, yeah, you know, they ask fans, all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I wish we did. I thought Kit and I would say, hey, we signed up for the casting couch, you know, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> We like to see the casting couch. We don't want the job of casting at all. <laughs> uh, that's the hardest job in the whole world. Um, yeah. yeah, like we like to post, you know, people make their fan pictures and videos. And, like yeah. we love to share that stuff. Ruffles and the strength. She's amazing. Her art. Um, that's the stuff we love to be involved in. Um, but yeah, people do ask us about casting. We're like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. We, don't know. we are not anything to do with casting. So, um, right. but we'll let you know if we hear anything. <laughs> we'll post to me. And that, you know, and that comes with being respectful to to Erica. I mean, I think we all started it with with the intent that you know we wouldn't cross those lines, and we're not. You know, it's just not what it's all about. It's just it is really celebrating the journey, and that's that's absolutely. Mhm. Well, it's it, it's been great for me because. As as someone who was a fan of the book, it gave me a really great um, outlet. I've really tried to work Fifty Shades almost into every single show. <laughs> it, it almost became like, um, uh, uh, well, what do you call that? Um, well, my mind's blank because I've had such a mind blowing day. But um, that's your uh, it, it, yeah, 
Well, no, it it, it was like a uh, a challenge. That that's the word. A, a challenge to see how I could fit um, Garth Stein, say, or Patty Duke, or you know uh, Mason Williams, or, or or whoever. Just you know, pe- people who you wouldn't think would read in Fifty Shades. How I could work that into the conversation, and. Um, and because I just had this need to express myself. And that's where Twitter really came in, in handy because there were like-minded people like me who were equally as afflicted as I was with this obsession. <laughs> and because before Fifty Shades, of course I didn't have any radio shows about Fifty Shades. I didn't even know it existed, obviously. And mm-hmm. uh, it was only because people were running past me in Seattle looking for Escala that it even came on my radar at that time. Obviously it would probably be on my radar now, but at that time it wasn't on my radar yet because it was just getting ready to, to explode. But it's been so wonderful for, for someone like me to have this outlet with people like you guys and, and people who've been on this show that you can talk about these things and they don't think that you're crazy and you can, um, have these conversations with quote unquote normal or my type of normal people, people like me, and um, we we can embrace it. And then so much more has has grown out of this. It's just not you're stuck in in, in Fifty Shades land, but but um, you guys have encouraged me to read other books. I mean, I've read um, Sylvain Raynard's books, which were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I read uh, Daisy Prescott and uh, Ruthie Clampett and S.L. Scott's books and Cindy Tess and Michelle Layton. These are names I never had ever heard of before. I probably would have never gone down that road because I wasn't a big reader. And it just mm-hmm. led me on this fantastic journey. And uh, Dale Leonard's uh, book, Crusher, I love that book. I bought so many of those books. I was sending them to people who couldn't get them around the world. They're like, we are in yeah. uh, the Philippines, and, and we can't get the book. I'm like, that's okay. I'll send you one because yeah. I just love that book It's really so much. good. It and really is. It really is good. It's, it's, it's a great it, yeah. book. Yeah. In fact, the, I think the, the, the paper book back version of that just, just came out. But um, – but that's been it's been bigger than than just that one Fifty Shades story because of the phenomenon that happened outside of that and the the medium that it it uh, it put out there for people like Jackie and Christy and Lisa and Kit and you know all the other people who are participating and and encouraging people to read and to read good authors and mm-hmm. uh, and, and and just celebrate the magic that, you know, a lot of it was born out of that, that fandom. Absolutely. Erica, Erica mentioned earlier when she was on the line, and one of the things that's always impressed me um, is the talent that's come from it, like Ruffles and Restraint, like Michelle writing a fan fiction. It gave a lot of talented people an outlet to show that talent that they otherwise may not have had. And in mm-hmm. within the community, and I think that's one of the big things with Jackie and I, when we started the site, you know, thinking, oh, we'll just do a little fan site that people can come and we can help kind of push that talent and, hey, read Michelle's fanfic, look at Russell and her strange pictures. And, you know, mm-hmm. Erica kind of sparked this whole new thing with artists and writers and, and bloggers and banner makers and graphic people. I mean, just so many different things came of it even beyond the books. And that's one of the things that has just really stuck with me and pushes me to keep going and, and getting more and more fans involved in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I I absolutely love it, and I could not thank you enough for doing the um, 
topic of the day <laughs> because it really it really has saved me with with my withdrawals of of uh once you start reading over the the fifty mark i mean it does raise a a, a few eyebrows but um but it's just so darn good, you know, and you know that must be how drug addicts feel, you know, or or overeaters or alcoholics. I totally get it, you know. I cast no stones because I am afflicted in that way myself. Well, what's well, next always, for you guys? I always said it was like cheating oh. on fifty. You hated to go to another boyfriend because to go to another book. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, and it took well, us a while. I'm sure it did for you guys too when you read it as fan fiction and you and you've got other you know, character names in your head, and you think, I'm never going to be able to switch gears. But you do. You know, it's like they are Christian and Anna, and, you know, it's it, it's just it is what it is now. And But. Absolutely. Well, what's, what's next, Jackie and Lisa? You just, are you waiting on the movie, or I, I guess we're all kind of waiting on casting. I, I, I think that we're just really in a time now where Team 50 can, can there, 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 there was a time that we were in where, you know, we probably weren't going to be getting information if you're, uh, uh, you know, familiar at all with the way Hollywood works. I mean, this really is rapid lightning speed that this thing has been moving on, and, and I know it's hard for some people to understand that, but but it really has gone quickly. But um, there, there, there was a moment of silence in there where that was expected, that we weren't going to hear anything. But now we're moving into a new phase where I think that um, information will be coming more quickly all the way up until the, and, until the movie. Are you thinking the same? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got a director, and then, like, you know, a few weeks later, we got the release date. Um, our five hours a day is going to turn into ten pretty soon. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're really excited about it. Um, you know, everybody talks about casting and stuff. I'm excited to see the movie. <laughs> I want to oh, see yeah. it come to life already. Um, you know, we know everybody has their favorites and stuff, um, but we just want to see the final product, like that's, I mean, we are counting down the days till, you know, August 1st. Um, but, yeah, we're expecting, you know, to get pretty busy really soon. There's going to be lots of blogging, lots of posts. And mm-hmm. um, I know Lisa's going to be just as busy Well, that's as what that. we said. We, we really were just enjoying the quiet before the storm. Because at first it was such a frenzy, and you try and keep up, and then we find we, we just can't. And then, you know, then – and people look tired of hearing, you know, the same old stuff that, you know, they don't mm-hmm. need, you know, we don't know what the casting is. And and I think the reason it feels like people with this sense of impatience and stuff and why it seems long to people is because really, I mean, have you ever watched anything from the ground floor like this under the microscope? Because, you know, usually you, you would know, okay, a book's going to get made into a movie, but it's not like you followed every single step, you know. So yeah. that's why it's just been, it's been a blessing and a curse. I think to people because as exciting as it's been, it just seems like, wow, this seems like it's been a long time. But in reality, it hasn't been a long time, and that's what Erica will tell you that, you know, people just don't understand how long it takes to get all the steps in place. And I think she's doing um, what we want her to do is 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 putting together a team that's going to make it, you know, the book that we want to see on the screen. I mean, it's not. So I've been just, super impressed. Yeah, with, with, with the way that that she's handled it, I completely trust her one hundred percent. Yeah, she's keep telling people to trust her, you know. Mm-hmm. Like because nobody's the same thing. Like we trust Team Fifty hundred thousand percent to do the mm-hmm. right thing and to make the movie that we all want to see. Um, and 
but he did say, um, we're, we kind of live in an age of uh, instant gratification. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was like, oh, we can see the movie tomorrow. Well, not so much. Right. But um, we'll get there, and we're getting there quickly now. I mean, August 1st is in, right around the corner. It's not, you know, it's a year well, away. that was that's huge. That by. was huge, because when, when they gave us a concrete date, then you know there's a timeline in place. Absolutely. To work towards, so. You know, I think she, and she's developed a team that it's interesting that, I mean, that not only has she worked with, but she'll be able to collaborate with and is clearly friends with, you know, and that's, you know, that I, I think it's just going to make for a great movie viewing experience for all the fans. I really do. Absolutely. Well, go ahead. Um, she is too. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Chrissy, can, can you tell everyone how they can find you guys? We are on Twitter at, at Chrissy Shades Films. We have a site um, that's net, and we're also on Facebook under Fifty Shades Film. Got it. All right. So go over there and like their page and keep up with all of the news. Like my page while you're over there because I don't have very many <laughs> likes. <laughs> and um, join them on Twitter because the topic of the day is really, really fun. I, I don't always comment on it, but I always, always read it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I certainly appreciate that. So thank you very much for coming on with us. We're going to move into our last hour. See, Lisa, this, it's, just, it's just flying by. It's flying by this time. Oh, well, it's good talking to you, talk to you for girls. And, yep. Keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. See you on Twitter. Thanks for coming on. Bye-bye. Right. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I'm going to read before we take our break and, and move into the final hour that has just really flown by. Vanessa in the UK, she's known as Later's Baby UK. Um, again, if, if you're on Twitter, you're going to know Vanessa. She's, mm-hmm. again, a very active member of, of Team 50. And she um, couldn't join us by phone today, but she did send in a letter about her experience. And, and I'm going to read that because it's, you know, it, it, it really sums up. Um, almost everybody's story. So, uh, uh, and then you, you're going to want to also follow Vanessa on Twitter, which is Later Baby UK. And she wanted everyone to know that she had the good fortune last year of meeting El James and uh, Jennifer Troughton, and she can vouch that they're both indeed as lovely as we would hope that that they would be. Um, and she, if you go to her Facebook page, she has a picture of of meeting them. And she's also active on Facebook, um, Later's Baby UK, and then she has her um, Twitter account. And she also is a big Nutella fan. And if you follow anybody in the Team 50 realm, you'll know that they are big um, Nutella fans. Now, that's kind of where I jumped off the the, the bandwagon on that. Um, I probably would love Nutella, but I just can't run that far. And I'm a runner, and I drink heavily. So I run for alcohol. So I just can't add Nutella in there, or I would probably weigh 5,000 pounds. So yeah. as much I as would, I would I like to. I yeah. <laughs> wish I never would have found it. <laughs> I'm just still drinking gin and tonic with Hendrix. Uh, gin is my drink of choice. But I also drink wine, and I'm an equal opportunity uh, alcoholic, I will drink anytime, <laughs> anywhere with anyone. <laughs> In fact, I have drank with a lot of Team 50 with, you know, if, if you're coming my way, I will meet you. We will have a drink. We just had a bunch of us uh, at the Hard Rock Cafe and 
Seattle listened to some great music and a lot of alcohol was consumed. It was a, a great night for all. But anyway, I'm going to read <laughs> Vanessa's letter and then we're going to take a break and then we're going to move into our final hour, which we have a letter from the Cassidy family for Team 50. I'm going to bring on the later's babies, Christy, uh, Chrissy, and she's going to tell us about um, what she's doing over there on the east side of the country. And then I'm going to bring on Allison, who has uh, a party that she's getting up for people coming to Seattle uh, to be able to participate in that. And we still have some great songs that we're going to be listening to. Make sure that you go to JenniferTroughton.com. Make sure that you're one of the lucky 750 who has one of these prints. I cannot say that enough. Do not come whining to me when they're all sold out and you didn't get one. She's not making any more. There's only 750 She wanted it to be a luxury kind of an item. It doesn't have a luxury price tag, but it's a luxury item that is going to only be available to 750 people. She wanted it to be special. That's why she limited it to 750 And E.L. James has one. I have one. Lisa, do you have yours yet? <laughs> it's not yet. All right, well, you got to get in there. I know, I know. <laughs> Terrible. But you can go to com and you can see the, the photograph of it. And I have my – it comes – I can't even tell you the way this thing is packaged. She probably spent all the money on packaging because it is packaged so beautifully. Um, it comes – it has like a wax seal with her initials on it. I mean, it, it, it's like you're getting something from the queen when this thing comes. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm. And then that's just the packaging. Then, then you open the packaging, and, I mean, you have this beautiful print from a master artist living in the world right now that you can actually obtain one of her pieces of work and, and hang in your home. It's actually it's absolutely phenomenal. And she ships all over the world on top of that, on, on top mm-hmm. of everything else. Anyway, so I'm going to read Vanessa's mm-hmm. letter. And, uh, and and then we're going to uh, listen to one of Eva Cassie's songs, and then uh, we'll be right back. So, uh, Vanessa, here, here we go. Um, Fifty Shades, one year later. Dear Lori, thank you for giving me the chance to voice some of my thoughts on the wonderful women I have met through the Fifty Shades phenomenon. That's, that's true. A bit of a background, I was induced to the trilogy through a book club friend who returned from the space with a copy of the first book after Easter of last year. I didn't know what had hit me. I devoured the first book and preached it. And oh, and she was perched on that cliffhanger. Oh, you only got book one. Oh, well, that's yeah. bad. Um, I jumped straight into the car and uh, found Darker and Freed at the 24-hour store in the next town. Well, good for you. Let's see. She became obsessed or great obsessed, as we now call it. I felt this huge rush of energy when I started to speak about the books. It was like a drug. Hello, my name is Vanessa, and I'm addicted to Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Welcome, Vanessa. I'm Lori, and I'm addicted to Fifty Shades of Grey, too. Um, the zeal and fervor to discuss the books with other people um, and to read became almost evangelical. I completely understand that. I became a disciple of E.L. James and committed to converting everyone that I met to the Church of Fifty States. My teenage son got quite annoyed with me over the summer for taking the book everywhere so I could start conversations with people. I had a minor operation last May, and before the, the anesthesia took effect, the last words I said to the nurse was, have you read Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> and we had a long chat about it in the recovery room. They even took it to the Olympics twice. You know, it's kind of like flat Stanley. You know, we, what we should do is just uh, <laughs> is, is just buy a book, yeah. and we all sign it, and we just, like, send it all over. I mean, Vanessa's uh, books have been, have, yeah. have been to uh, the Olympics. 
Um, there was such a sense of solidarity amongst the E.L. James fans. It was our secret, but our secret we wanted to share with the world. Of course, there were people who didn't like the book or they thought it contained uh, of what they thought it contained, but fans defended the trilogy. Um, it was uh, generally done with a sense of grace. Maybe it was because the audience was initially a little more mature that we understood that not everyone shares the same taste, but if someone didn't like the book, then, hey, that's their prerogative. It's not everyone's 20s English breakfast tea, which actually I drink this, this tea now. It's really good tea. Everything she recommended in the book, I, I have to say, is fantastic. I love the music. I love the tea. I drink Hendrickson, although I was drinking that because the hubs is from Scotland, and we have to see it. If, if, if Scotland sells it, First, we have to buy that first, and uh, and then I'm allowed to shop outside of Scotland. Um, but anyway, I was very lucky to see E.L. James speak at an event organized in June for um, the U.K. that was still relatively early in this Fifty Shades phenomenon. That's about the time I came out with June. There was an interview part of the evening with question and answer sessions and then a book signing. Everyone has a signed book. Okay? Here, here's another person with a signed book. I'm the only one on the planet without a signed book. Um, I now look back. But I actually have a story on on, on that, which I'll, yeah. I'll share with you later. Um, yeah. I now look back and fun. think that it was a sense of grace that uh, the live meet and greet amongst uh, the fans stems from the officer herself. She had some tricky and, in fact, rather aggressive questions and some less friendly members of the audience. Well, that's sad. But uh, she responded with such integrity and uh, gave genuine and thoughtful answers. doesn't surprise me. Having questions from the fans, um, I imagine, is going to be pretty straightforward, but she dealt with people who obviously weren't keen on the book, spoke volumes to me about the lady herself. She was real. She was one of us, a little bit shy, a little bit embarrassed about being in the limelight, but totally someone you'd want to go have a drink with and you'd know you have a laugh. Well, that is true because, you know, she put out on Twitter one time that, that she was looking for a partner for words with friends, but I only know like seven words, so I couldn't say that. But I told her she ever wanted to play shots with friends. I was her girl because <laughs> that I could do real good. Words with friends, no. Shots with friends, yes. Yeah, um, that was yeah, that was a funny mistake, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had now. lots of them. Oh, well, God. anyway, I, I, I should be first on the list for shots with friends because, um, <laughs> like I said, I, I don't know that many words. Um, Cue you for the book signing afterwards. I was also it was also the first time I had to speak with uh, first chance to speak with other friends in real life. What a great bunch. We exchanged Twitter names and suggested other 50 Shades aficionados do the same. I got invited to join a private Facebook group. Really? There's a private mm. Facebook group? And Whoa. delighted uh, in the various homemade T-shirts people were wearing. We tried handcuffs on, took photos for each other, <laughs> and uh, after a very long time we went, uh, of waiting, we got E.L. James um, or to sign our books. E.L. James knew my name from Twitter activity. And gave me the biggest hug and thanked me for coming. Wow, that's nice. Um, she knew who I was, and I totally fangirled. Um, wouldn't have known that expression a year ago. What a lovely lady. Another book signing in September. Another book signing? Um, uh, see, she's not here in the States. So we don't get that many book signings. Um, mm-hmm. Another book signing in September uh, gave me the real-life opportunity to meet Fifty Shades Worldwide ladies I've been chatting online for weeks. We'd all arranged to wear the same um, headgear. So I rec- so we would recognize each other. Oh, that's smart. Um, we all arranged to wear the same headgear, so we recognized it. Okay. Uh, then we uh, 
there were a fabulous group of women, open, totally fun, and totally ready to laugh it up. We came to, uh, we met up again for Fifty Shades Christmas party later in the year, uh, which we were wearing a gray tie. That's people have such great ideas. I do not have these great ideas. But I can appreciate a great idea when I see it. One of the many reasons for my passion for the books is ongoing aside from the love story, obviously, is the sense of family I enjoy with other Fifty Shades fanatics. I have never been a part of an online community before, and it still amazes me that there are people like you that I can talk to any time of the day or night and share my same enthusiasm. Very true. I love being able to support the website, blogs, and links for all the talented people I've come across. I volunteered to be the European contact for Fifty Shades Soray, um, or Fifty Soray Alley is putting together, because I want to get involved and be a part of the Fifty Shades movement in any form it takes. It's inspiring to know these fabulous women, and it's brilliant to enjoy the sense of sisterhood that something like I was saying, uh, the sense of sisterhood and the feeling that there are other people that just get it. I'm not an artist or a writer, but I relish my role as one of the chief cheerleaders for the wonderfully talented people I come across. I've met people online that have proven to be the warmest, friendliest, and funniest talented uh, bunch of women, and I thank E.L. James with all my heart for bringing that to life. And then she says that that also includes me. Thank you. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's a fantastic letter. It really does sum it all up. And I want to know about the secret Facebook society because I think it's <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> unless that it's, you know, well, I don't know, it, unless they're spelling because <laughs> if, if, if it's a words with friends Facebook society, but I, I wouldn't be able to do that. But um, shots with friends. Remember, I'm your girl. Okay, so we are changing gears. We've got 45 minutes left to go in this show. I'm going to play This Was Sent Over by the Cassidy Family. You're going to love, love, love this song by Eva Cassidy. Make sure that you go to Eva Cassidy, uh, I believe it's .com, and you can actually talk to her family. They are the nicest the nicest, nicest, nicest people you will ever, ever come across. And if you order the CDs, they'll, like, sign them for you. They'll talk to you um, online. They will um, they will email you back. And they are just thrilled uh, that E.L. James mentions Eva's work because they're just a very, very close family. They thought this one would be appropriate for today's show. I know you by heart, so we are going to listen to that, and we're going to be back to finish up the show. Stay with us.
know, that was the wonderful Eva Cassidy who was reintroduced to us, as we all know, through the Fifty Shades trilogy. Again, we want to thank E.L. James for doing that. And then uh, uh, I had the Cassidy family um, uh, incorporated into a show last year, and they sent through a lot of CDs and um, a message for Erica and um, worked with a lot of the fan sites to uh, to get Eva's work out there. They're very, very close family. They um, just love Eva and just really appreciate all the love and support that's come, again, out of not only the books and what Erica had, had, had done for Eva, but from the love and support they've got from the fans of uh, Fifty Shades. So they sent over three songs today that they thought um, – uh, would mean something to Team 50, and that was the second of it, I Know You By Heart by Eva Cassie. All right, but next as we go into the final hour here, I have Chrissy from Later's Baby, and Chrissy, she's one, another one of those Twitter stars, and she uh, <laughs> takes up the, the cause for Team 50 and is on the front lines, and we're just really thrilled to have her on, and she's going to tell us about her journey through through this past year and uh, and how you can follow her and, and keep up with what, what, what they're doing. Thanks, Chrissy, for coming on. Hi. Thanks, Lori. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, thrilled to have you. And, and hi, Lisa, too. <laughs> um, so uh, last March, uh, my sister kept mentioning this book, Fifty Shades of Grey, to me. She's like, you have to read this. She hadn't even read it yet herself, but all her friends said, you have to read it. It's mommy porn. And I was actually out of work sick, and I said, well, if this book is mommy porn, it's probably something I should read when I'm not at work. (laughs) So I read it right away instead of putting it on the bottom of my long list of books to read. And I read it in less than a week, and then I read it again. Uh, And then when I got back to work, I got my friend Mags to read the book. And one day we were just talking, and, you know, I, I was familiar with a lot of other online fan communities for, like, Harry Potter and The Hunger Games, and, you know, it always sort of sounded interesting. And so I talked my friend Mags into starting our site, LaterFaby.net. And, well, that was when into the the actual what, – what month was, was that? Um, I read it first in March, and we started March. the site okay. on April 30th. Okay. All right. So my coming into it mid-June wasn't that really far off as far as the books. I mean, from fandom, it, it was far off. But, but but coming into it kind of mid-June was was, was kind of when it was just um, – I, I was still kind of newly in, 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 with, in, in, in with the new group, so, so to speak. Not the March group, yeah. but – Yeah, when I read it in March, I, I kind of looked around a little bit and obviously was still looking in April, and there wasn't too much out there. There was a couple articles about it. I'd read it right after the New York Times article came out, which gave it a lot more steam. And, uh, but when I looked, there weren't many fan sites out or anything like that. So, yeah, so most of that started like April and May and June, around when it really started getting a lot of online Mm -hmm. attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think I, I, I started hearing about it in May and then by June, mid-June, then I started reading it. Well, you've really built up 
quite a fan base as well. And you, you are another one that really has helped me with my addiction because you guys are really great at putting in just the, the best quotes. There's so many great quotes in, in this book. It's just one great quote after another. She did a fantastic job on that as well. But there's so many great lines in this book, and you hit on those almost every day, and it just takes you immediately back to where you were reading that book. And it just always warms my it just warms my, my my soul when I read those little quotes come through on my timeline. Yeah, I try to do at least one a day, and it's really fun. I, I mean, I have them highlighted in my ebook, so they're they're pretty easy to find. But sometimes I go looking for them, and I kind of get caught up. And I half hour later, I'm like reading a chapter. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if I opened it back up, that that would be it for me. I would be right back to reading all three, but. I avoid that by reading the topic of the day with uh, Jackie and Christy, and then reading all of the stuff that, that you post on, um, on 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 your site as well. So that really, it's I, I can't thank you enough for those because I really do need to do other things in my life besides just sit around reading Fifty Shades of Grey all day long. But it has there, there's led nothing me wrong to, with that. Well, there is <laughs> nothing. That's right. Thing. There really isn't. There really isn't anything wrong. Um, but it has read me to, or led me to read people like Cindy Test and Michelle Layton and Sylvain Reynard and Daisy Prescott and S. L. Scott and uh, Ruthie Clampett and you know and Niall mm-hmm. Leonard and it, it. You know, I would have never have done that. I just, I would have never have done that. Did did, did it lead you, Chrissy, to, to to read other authors as well, or were you already a reader? Um, I was definitely a bit of a reader. Um... But I never really read anything that was, you know, I, I didn't even read, like, Harlequin romances. So I, I read some light romance, like some Daniel Steele, Jude Devereaux. But, um, and then I read a little bit of, um, like, true crime stuff. So a big mix of stuff. Uh, since I read that, I've let, read a lot more romance that's a little more along the lines of erotica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well... And is, is that the genre that that you tend to like? Uh, you know, I I, I do. It, it's um, the writing seems to be a little bit more intense for it, so it's a little more fun to read. Uh, I, I like a book that's easy that I can, you know, get absorbed into and just be in in that book for that time uh, without cheating on Christian Grey, of course. But <laughs> um, but sometimes I like to read something a little bit heavier too, uh, just to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read anything heavier Although I did read The Girl with the Dragon's Hat too, And that was pretty heavy And I will say that they did a good job On that movie And that's how I know that, that They'll get it on this movie too Because they won't be able to get everything in the book that That's uh, in, Into the movie But with E.L. James being such a, a close advisor and working so um, closely to all of this production, I, I really think that they will be able to really capture the spirit of of the books. And I really had never thought that. I, I didn't have any faith in, um, in uh, books to movies before The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo came out. But when I saw that, and even though, you know, obviously the, the book was better, it it, it did show me that it could be done if it was done right, and I 100% trust that they're going to be able to to get this movie right. Um, 
based on having Erica working so so closely because it's 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 her baby, and I I, I think she's gonna she, she's she's one hundred percent gonna knock it out of the park. Uh, I absolutely agree. I mean, I've also seen a lot of books made into movies that I go, wow, that's not the book I read. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely think that with Erica involved in it, she's not, she's not going to let it get off track. Um, I'm sure there'll be scenes that are going to get cut that people won't like, um, mm-hmm. and there'll probably be some scenes that maybe get put in that weren't in the book that might give us, you know, the the feel for the whole story better. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people might like that and some people might not like that, but I think overall the movie is going to be really made to show the story in its best light, in the best way that they can with film. Right, right. Well, you, we have to figure. I mean, the, 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 the movie's going to be two hours. How how long does it, does, does it take an average person to read the book? So it probably takes you... Well, a day? <laughs> say, so yeah, yeah, you know, say say it takes you 18 hours, maybe to, if, if you don't do anything else, I'm, I'm trying to go back in my mind and, and, and put myself in that day, and how long does it take, but... Say it takes 12 to 18 hours to, to read the book. Well, the movie's only going to be two hours, so right there you're going to have to see. They're going to have to scrunch it all up. But but the spirit of the book, if they can capture the spirit of the book, which I think that they will, which is really this uncommon love um, that really um, transcends, um, you know, uh, problems and hurts and pains and, and life, and I really see it as as a love story, um, as far as uh, I, well, I, I think uh, S. L. Rainer even talks about it in in his books. You know, with the Dante and Beatrice. You know, this 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 one love that there's a person made just for you. And if you're a, a, a romance person at all, I mean, that's what you believe that there's that one person that's just created and made especially for you and if you come across them it's magic and that's what came across in, in the books that she was absolutely made for him he was made for her and when they finally found each other it it, it was magic and that's the spirit i think that that she'll be able to to capture but that's my that's my opinion well i i totally agree with you and i think that um the whole team would Dana Brunetti, um, Kelly Marcel, um, I think, and um, and Sam. I think they're going to do a great job putting it together. Um, they all seem very professional, and they really seem to, you know, you see the pictures of them, you know, hanging out together in L.A. and their tweets with each other. You can tell that they're friends and they're colleagues together. Mm-hmm. Trying to only one thing is missing film. from that picture, you know. There's only one thing missing from that picture, me. <laughs> I was going to say Michelle, the uh, token Asian. No, that's not the way I see it. I love Michelle, but but, but the one thing missing when 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 I fantasize it is not Michelle. It's me. <laughs> oh, okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> but you know, it, it it'd be great if uh, if they could have a lot of Team Fifty members in the back at the you know. Um, uh, in the coffee shop or wherever there, there's not a lot of room for extras in this movie because a lot of it's just one-on-one, but, um, but th- th- there, are, there are a few places where there could be extras and that'd be a great place for team 50 to be able to, uh, to interject themselves. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'd maybe have to... I can almost run over Anna with the bike on the screen. Seattle. There you go. <laughs> there you go. See, <laughs> we can think this through. 
Yes. So how, Chrissy, can, can people get a hold and, and, and keep up with you? Well, the website is leadersbaby.net, or they can find me on Twitter at 50leadersbaby. Right. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, and we will see you on Twitter. We encourage everybody to get out and follow you and to to get to your website because these really are people that are doing a really great job of getting the word out about what's going on. They really are not putting rumors out there. They're sticking with the facts, and that's why a lot of these people have been on the show today have been endorsed by E.L. James, and those were the people that I stuck to to come on this show because um, we're not about checking any rumors at all. We're about shutting down rumors and bringing you the truth, and these are the people that you're going to want to tap into, and of course you want to going to follow E.L. James yourself because it comes straight from her. Mm-hmm. She is right on it. I mean, she will come out of the meeting and tweet it, and we get the news before it hits Variety or Hollywood Report or anywhere else. It comes straight from E.L. James. And then uh, for those who miss it on their timeline, it's it's picked up by all of these great people who are doing all of this for free. It's a, it's a, it's a labor of love for them to be able to get this information back out and keep the story straight. So, Chrissy, we really appreciate um, what you're doing because it's 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 a it's a huge uh, gift that that you're giving to the members of of Team Fifty. Thank you. I I appreciate it and I I just do it because I love it. Yeah. Well, it? tell Meg tell Meg's hello. I will. Uh, she's yep. listening right now. So. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. It it it, it takes a village. So we, we we really appreciate Chrissy and Mags for everything that they're doing and. Be, be sure to uh, to follow them and, and, and keep up with them. Thanks, Chrissy, for coming on. Thank yep. you for having me. Yep. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I'm going to read this letter from the Cassie family before I forget because they've just gone out of their way to uh, to send over this, this nice letter, and I, w- I want to make sure that I get that out. And then we're going to bring Allison on. we got a couple more songs to play and then I mean the show will be over it just went so 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 quickly but this is from the Cassidy family it's uh, Dear Fans of Fifty Shades of Grey firstly Eva's family wishes to express a big thank you to E.L. James the author of Fifty Shades of Grey for mentioning Eva and her music in her best selling book we are thrilled that Fifty Shades has uh, introduced a whole new fan base to Eva's music people who might not have never heard her otherwise. We want to let Eva fans know that they can purchase Eva's music from our own website, which is www.evacassidy.com, as well as traditional websites such as Amazon and Barnes & Noble. As far as Eva's artwork, we offer her artwork exclusively at our website, evacassidy.com. We also have a book that is signed by Eva's parents um, that you can purchase there, too. Thanks again to E.L. James for introducing millions of people to Eva's music. And a big thank you to the readers of Fifty Shades of Grey who have now become fans of Eva's. Warmest regards to the Cassidy family. And then they sent a recollection of Eva that they wrote out. And it says, what do we remember about Eva? First and foremost, Eva was a kind and loving person. From a young child to her 30s, she was sweet and compassionate. She cared so much about other people. She really believed the motto, do the right thing. Eva also loved animals. She could even see the beauty in a tiny bug and often painstakingly tried to save bugs and other animals from harm. 
She had a heart of gold and was very sensitive, uh, was a very sensitive person. This sensitivity really connected her with nature, all living things. This sensitivity also caused her to feel things more deeply than a lot of people. This could sometimes cause her a lot of pain and anguish. We all saw Eva's artistic talent at a very young age, and of course, this continued to develop through the years. In elementary school, we all were witness to the fact that Eva was musically talented as well. We would sing together as a family just for fun, but Eva would always be able to harmonize with ease. It was exciting to see Eva as the years went on. She was always creating both musically and artistically. Her passion for art and music are what sustained her in, in life. She needed to express herself, and that's how she could do this the easiest. She loved and studied many different genres of music, and while this helped her tremendously to develop as a singer, it did not help her when it came to record companies. They all wanted her to choose a particular style of music. When she refused to limit herself like that, well, record companies lost interest. They did not know what to do with her. Fortunately, Blix Records did eventually come up with a record contract, but sadly this did not materialize until Eva had passed away. Even if Eva had never had the artistic and musical talent, she would she still would have been someone that people would have loved, cherished, and admired. Her sensitivity was so touching, she believed that God is in everything and that every living and in every living thing. What a beautiful way to look at life. We miss and love our sweet Eva so much. Thank you again for listening and becoming fans of Eva Cassidy's music. Warmest regards to the Cassidy family. So that is from the Cassidy family. We are going to play right now Over the Rainbow by Eva Cassidy, and we will be back in just a moment.
right, that was Over the Rainbow by Eva Cassie. Eva Cassie had a lot of success in the U.K., much more so than she had in the United States, which is really sad. Um, it was great for the people in the U.K. They got to appreciate her before she passed away, but in the United States it really didn't take off until uh, until after she had passed away, which is it's just very sad. And, of course, uh, she died of skin cancer, melanoma, so make sure that you get your um, moles checked and stay out of the sun. Um, but again, thank you to the Cassie family for sending those three songs over. We certainly, certainly appreciate it. And I encourage everybody to go to evacassie.com and you can communicate direct with the family. Nicest, nicest people that you're ever going to want to meet. Now we have on Allison. Allison has a party that she's planning in Seattle, and she's here to tell us a little bit about that. And you can find Allison on Twitter as well. And you'll be able to, uh, she's going to tell us about how you can get a hold of her and find out more information. But she's going to give us some details right now. Thanks, Allison, for coming on. Yes, no problem. Yes, the event is a three-day event. Take place, as you stated, in Seattle. Um, there is a travel portion to the event where they will be able to go and visit some of the places that Anna did. In a sense, it's a journey um, where uh, you can see what the places that Anna visited and what she did. Um, some of the places that were mentioned in the book as well. Uh, there will be plenty of chances to drink wine. <laughs> uh, there will be music, and like I said, travel is definitely a big part of part of this. Uh, getting to explore the places that um, had, were mentioned in the book, as I stated previously, um, like 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 the, the Heathman and the Scala and. Well, unfortunately, um, you can definitely go by and, and see the Escala, uh, but unfortunately, that will not be a part of this event. Um, uh, you'll be able to go to the Columbia Tower. That will be uh, the meet and greet portion of the event, so you can meet the other fans that you've been talking with on Twitter um, or Facebook. Uh, these fans are coming from... UK, they're coming from, you know, Australia, they're coming from here, um, so uh, the masquerade ball, I do apologize, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> uh, okay, you're doing good. <laughs> yeah, we all have been, so we <laughs> So, uh, at any rate, so um, I do appreciate this opportunity to talk about the event and get my nervousness out about talking on air about it, so... Um, <laughs> And the masquerade ball is really near and dear to my heart. Um, uh, as we all have read in the book, you know, it revolved around abuse to some extent. And I wanted to give back, you know, to an organization. So the masquerade ball, a uh, portion of the proceeds from the auction, the live and the side of the auction, will be going towards an organization um, that helps victims of abuse and domestic violence. Uh, so we're working tirelessly on, you know, firming up our partners. We have some that are already coming on board, and there's more coming in. Um, I just had a meeting, in fact, yesterday with a photographer, and we're planning something really, really cool uh, for the attendees of the soiree. Um, you can find out more information on the event at 50 Sorgasso, that's 50, the word written out, Sorgasso, S-A-R, G-A-S-S-O dot WordPress dot com. Uh, you can follow also at 50 Soiree on Twitter. 
uh, feel free to ask any questions, and your answers will also, uh, you know, be responded to in a timely manner. Um, so as our partners come on board, and those will all be listed on that WordPress there, uh, you know, we've been highlighting the key things, Kirkland. Uh, we, I've been working with them since uh, last year. Uh, say around September or so, uh, they've been absolutely awesome in really, you know, firming up this event, making it spectacular. It's absolutely so neat to meet uh, the individuals that I've been working with. I just moved here to uh, the wonderful state of Washington to work on this event, so to make this a most memorable event for both, um, you know, the fans that are going to be here in person, and also the fans that may not be able to meet them in person. We are uh, trying to figure out a way of getting it all firmed up in uh, those gray areas there so that, you know, everyone's included in some form or another, um, uh, particularly during the masquerade ball, um, maybe even during the, the meet and greet. So we're firming up some areas, but for the most part, the event is finalized. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and when is the event? It is July 31st through August the 3rd of 2014. Uh, the second day, uh, individuals will be able to watch the film because that's the release date for the Shades of Grey. So um, if we're trying to find a, uh, you know, firm up that, I should say not uh, find, <laughs> uh, some uh, communications there between a, a cinema for the, the viewing, so, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, well, I have been to the Columbia Tower, which is referred to as Christian's Mile High Club in, in the book. It's a fantastic place. You have to take several, it's so tall you have to take several ele- elevators to get all the way up to the top. And uh, so you, you I, I think the, the first elevator takes you to the uh, first 30 floors and the second elevator takes you to the next 40 floors. And then uh, there's one final elevator that goes up to where the actual um, viewing deck is, which you can just see all of. I mean, you can see Mount Rainier. You can see the uh, the Olympic Mountains. You can see all of Seattle. And, of course, you can see um, that there's, there's a restaurant up there, uh, a private restaurant um, that's up there as well. And it's uh, it's absolutely absolutely beautiful. I was up there um, with not this Lisa, but uh, my friend Lisa in Seattle, and people know her on on here as uh, Tingly Tweets, T I N G L E Y Tweets, Lisa. And uh, her and I went up there for a a, a different fifty party that was uh, put on a year ago. And it was at the Columbia Tower. It's absolutely a, a fantastic, fantastic venue. So it's a, it's a, and it's private up there. So it's, it's great to be able to have that open, and people can go up there and experience that. Definitely, yes. So, and I want to do a shout out to Sylvia uh, over in the UK. Eep for her. So <laughs> she's been really great in, uh, you know, communicating about the about the event. Um, you know, she's you know all the the fans that are on Twitter are they're all awesome. Um, you know, and this is giving back to them. You know, this is this is giving homage to the trilogy. This whole event is is really just you know a celebration. It's a party. It's it's, it's you know paying homage to the writer to E.L. James. So it, it has a lot of different um, 
variables that are involved with it. And, you know, we're making this the most, you know, wonderful, memorable uh, experience for the fans that are going to be attending the event. Well, I, I will say that that's, 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 having taken that's, part in, in fandom get-togethers um, through Twilight, I mean, I can vouch for the fact that it, it's really cool to be in one place with people mm-hmm. that, you know, just like this today, people that are on the same page as you are. And, and it's uh-huh. it's surprising that the people that you talk to and get to be friends with, and that sometimes it's hard to explain in the real world that these are your friends even though you haven't <laughs> met them, but how that mm-hmm. just, when you do meet up with them, it's it's just, it feels like you've known them your whole life. And, and it's so it. It really can be a great experience, and and if you haven't done a fandom get together, I you know I definitely recommend it. And it sounds like you've got some fun things you're putting together. And is there is there else? Is there gonna at the hotel? Is that like a room block? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's gonna stay in the same location, correct? No, they're not gonna. Not no, well, way? each of the hotel. You're right. Yeah, each of the hotels that that are going to be working on this with us will have a certain allotment of rooms available because. Uh, some of the hotels are smaller and okay. can't house all of individuals. So, uh, and there are some that would like to stay at the Heath and Kirkland because that is where the masquerade ball is going to be taking okay. place at. So right. uh, that was, you know, that's that's a great location. I like I said, I've I've been there. It's a wonderful, you know, quiet space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's some other venues that they can go to. Uh, you know, during their free time or whatnot, they can go and visit. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how do people get a hold of you one more time, Allison? Sure, at 50 Soiree. That's 50 on Twitter. That's probably the that's best it. way to get a hold of me. The quickest way, yeah. Any questions? Yeah, that would be the quickest way to get a hold of me. Uh, you know, if you have any questions about the event, uh, you know, I'm very quick at responding. Uh, you know, as I said, I'm out working on this event as we speak. Uh, just you know, finalizing some some things that uh, need to be finalized because obviously I'm, I'm working in Iowa, as some of us know. Mm-hmm. Um, working on this event since last year, so it's been like I said, really great to be able to work, you know, on the ground level with our partners. Uh, we're having more coming aboard, in fact. Uh, so it, it's going to be a spectacular event. It it sounds like a, a lot of fun, and um, that's a, a year from now, so people have plenty of time to plan and uh, and 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 get with you on that. So thank you for coming on, and we'll look forward to more updates on the event. Great, thank you for allowing me to come on and and share it. Like I said, the itinerary, the packages, everything is on fiftystorgasso.wordpress.com. So you can go there, and my email is also listed on there. You can contact me or follow the event through there, too. All right. Thanks, Al. Okay. Good luck. Yes, no problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Just received a message from Jennifer Troughton, and so she, of course, sends her um, best wishes to Team 50. Um, Jennifer's been on three times in the past, so um She's uh, been on the show many, many, many times, a great friend of the show. She gave away one of those um, limited edition prints on on a show a a few months ago. And I just really encourage you to be one of those lucky 750 who has one of these amazing, amazing prints from JenniferTroughton.com. 
please go there. At least check it out. It's not at all very expensive. Trust me on that. And you get a beautiful piece of work from a living master artist on this planet for Pete's sakes. I mean, it does not get any better than than that. And if you're a member of Team 50, it's just a complete bonus. And on the shows that Jennifer's been on in the past, she, she's walked us through how she chose those prints. A lot of them, Erica was with her um, when, when she actually photographed and then went back um, to her studio and then actually, and then painted uh, what she saw in that photograph. Erica was with her in several of those shots where she came across something and photographed it, um, and it was special to Erica. It was special to Jennifer, and, of course, they're fantastically good friends. And uh, so she gives you some of the, the history on that as well. But uh, just a very, very nice person and um someone that you definitely want to support, uh, jennifertroughton.com. And then also make sure that you go to More Than a Hat and uh, sign up for the free Later's Baby hat that's being given away by Heather over there. You can go to her Facebook page, More Than a Hat, or you can go to morethanahat.com. And then Becca Bateau, um, get over to her Facebook page and like her Facebook page. And I, I thank the people who've been liking my Facebook page really means a lot to me. I mean, every like, I don't have that many, so I like know everybody who actually likes my page. It, they're all special um, because I I don't have that many, so I, I know everybody. And Lisa, thank you for coming on, being the co-host today. It's just been a lot of fun. The time just flew by, and I, and I, I want to really give you the last word here so that you can tell everybody about <laughs> your uh, kit site, and then we can drive people there. Um, so that they can keep up with the great information you guys are putting out. Oh, it's it's, it's been a pleasure. I like I said, it went faster than I thought it would. <laughs> you, you uh, I think I speak for all of us out there that you know you you continue to champion Team Fifty and what you're doing with you know your Block Talk Radio has just been a joy. And you know, look forward to more shows and 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 the way you're going to sneak 50 into those shows. So <laughs> thanks for that. It's new friendship that's grown out of all of this. And, um, yeah, you can find us on um, our website. is 5050, 50 Um We're on Twitter at 50ShadesMovieFS. And if you go to our, our website, then all our other social media links are on the sidebar, um, Pinterest, Facebook, Tumblr. We're not as active on Facebook as we should be, but uh, but those links are there. And I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, give a shout-out to my boss, but she'll hate me for saying that, Kit. <laughs> uh, she makes this journey worth taking. I, we're a great team, and we do uh, spend a lot of time together, and we live in different states, and, and um, but it works, and as a lot of people in fandom can vouch for. And our 12-month girls, who are our biggest cheerleaders, and all the fellow bloggers and FS. OG fans out there for doing what you do and and taking this ride with us and of course the EL James um, we wouldn't be here without you and your epic love story so can't wait to see it on the big screen absolutely so thanks, everyone. thanks for giving us something to talk about <laughs> yeah yep all right well we're going to go out with uh, Van Morrison I'm a huge Van Morrison fan Van Morrison was also talked about in the book we're going to go out with his have I told you lately that I love you and thank you for everybody for um, staying with us today for this three hours. It went really fast on our end. I, I, I hope it was enjoyable for all of you as well. We needed something to talk about. Um, all of Team 50 did, so it was really great to be able to, to, to put the show together. Again, please go to jennifertroughton.com. 
please go to morethanahat.com and check out Becca Bateau on her Facebook page. Um, she was the voice of the audiobooks, so she will sign one, and uh, she's uh, doing a, a huge giveaway on that. So make sure that you get in on that. And then, again, I cannot reiterate again, a living master artist right amongst us, a member of Team 50, make sure that you support Jennifer Troughton. All of these great people, uh, I just want to thank them again for coming on today. It's just absolutely 100% been a pleasure. And again, thank you for E.L. James herself for being our very first guest and coming on. It just absolutely blew my mind, and I don't think I actually fully recovered um, uh, from, from from that. So I didn't ever think that it was going to happen, and uh, and it and it it, it it did. It, it did, right, Lisa? It, it did. Yeah, it, I sure didn't that. it was. Yeah. All right. And that's, and, the, that's uh, the kind of person she is. Well, it's absolutely amazing. So, um, yep. And read Crusher because that was a, a great book as well from Niall oh, Leonard. I absolutely love that book. It's, it's really, I've listened to that on audiobook, and the, audio, the narrator's great, and he's coming out with the second one in the series shortly. So not too uh, late to get in on that. So I forgot and, uh, one, one. I wanted to give a big peep to Sylvia, and I think everybody out there that in our circle knows who Sylvia is. So I just a big eat to her and, and for being such a super fan. And if and and if you haven't been a, a member of Team Fifty on Twitter, we invite you to come over. I mean, we're always talking Fifty Shades of Grey, so come on over and, yep. and join the team. Well, it's just going to be more fun in days ahead as we get casting going and stuff. So yep. Exactly. There's a lot of great information to come. All right. Thanks for joining us. This is Van Morrison's Have I Told You Lately That I Love You. Thanks for joining us again.
my troubles, that's what you do. Yeah. 